Opie is here, and his show starts now. Uh, Genesis, turn it on again. I haven't heard that song in years, Vic Henley. I love that song. Do you really? I'm a big, uh, yeah, I like uh, even the crappy Genesis songs I like. I like which ones are the crappy <laughs> ones? Susu, well, that's him by himself, Susu Studio. Susu Studios, horrible. Uh, that's a great song. Nah, that's not good? He, he, no, I don't think so. I'm it, Cuban. It, I thought that was the best well, one. No, really? What does being Cuban, what does being Cuban have to do with We can't dance to it. It's garbage. <laughs> and you can dance to Susu Studio. I can dance to anything. I think well, that's, that's right. That goes back to you being Cuban. <laughs> I think that's why he wrote the book, too, because he didn't want to be known just for Susu. Su, 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 studio. So right, he decided well, it's time to write a book and just just let it all out there. So follow, follow you, follow me. Follow you, follow me. That's that's not a shitty Genesis song. I like song. that one. No, I, I was going to say I'm going I'm, back to. Uh, uh, I'm I trying like to think one. of a, a shitty Genesis song. I was playing a lot of Genesis on the way in today. Uh, Mama. Oh, that's not a shitty one. No, is no, it? that's a good okay. song. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. We can't dance. Uh, that's a question. That's, 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 that's on the fence. That's a little I'm on the fence on that one. Right? What's the one with the Reagan? Reagan, uh, he was like a big of those Land animated. of Confusion. Oh, that was my favorite. Well, that was, was the uh, that was the great TV show from England. The uh, you got yeah, it? Spitting Image. Right I don't there. think I've ever seen that's Spitting it. Image. That's what it was. It was awesome. But that's what uh, they based that video they, on. Yes, exactly. That was taken out of that. But okay. That, yeah, that's completely amazing. It was really funny and uh, didn't catch on over here. Yeah. All right. But there you have it, Genesis. God, that's that's a good song. Turn it on again. That's a fabulous song. I kind of like it a lot. Well, that you know, did you enjoy the Mike and the Mechanics when they spun off uh, into that? I mean, you know, uh, have the father told his children through, <laughs> through the missing years, the, the missing yes, years. Yes. Right, right. But he that's, didn't even write. That. No, that was after he left. That was Rutherford and Tony Banks. Mike Rutherford is... No, that was his solo project. Yeah, Mike and the Mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Mike Rutherford and Tony because Banks. Genesis did try to go on when Phil said, fuck you guys, my solo career is sweet. Yes, and he... Yeah, I think around 96, he left Genesis, and they tried. I think they tried one album. I don't remember with who. I didn't give a fuck. I was done myself I just I think Tony Banks was the drummer, Mike Rutherford, uh, and Tony Banks and Phil Collins, and, right. and Peter Gabriel were the original, maybe, for uh, Genesis. You're missing one, I think. I'm leaving somebody out. I think you're missing one. I'm, I'm never perfect. That's all right. I only come on here so people can correct me and I can learn more. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like a walking encyclopedia. No, I, full of shit. You're a walking encyclopedia. I'm, what? Like, I'm what? like Wikipedia. I can be corrected at any moment. What were the original members of Genesis? You had the Peter Gabriel. You had Phil, Phil was on the drums. Mike Rutherford, Tony Banks. Um, Tony he, Banks on he keyboard. He sang his first song for Genesis on what album? Vic Henley. Ooh, I don't know. I got nothing on, I got that, you one. on that one. Jesus. It was a song called More Fool Me off uh, Selling England by the Pound. There you go. Look at you. See? I, I was into Genesis. I don't care. I like I it. I was into Genesis. I like it a lot. What was the double album? They did a double album. Uh, uh, Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. No, that's a great. That's the one with Follow You, Follow Me. Uh, I think. The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway is a great fucking album. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you know the song in the cage. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. But all I'm right. trying to think of in the mid '80s there was a double record. I think uh, if I'm not totally, I don't know they if got you're so right sassy. About that. I might be wrong. Again, I, I don't only know if you're right about to be that. You're confusing me a little bit here. Uh, yeah, Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Abacab was not a double. Album. No. Uh, I, right. I could tell you something about Abacab. That's what I'm thinking. That was the one I was thinking of. Uh, that sounds a lot like Turn It On Again. Ab- right. Abacab sounds I, a lot well, like Turn well, It On Again. Well, speaking of Turn It On Again and Abacab, that was the song I lost my virginity to. No. Thank you very much. Wow. No. Abacab. Really? Yes. Wow. To a girl that had a birth defect. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you do it. 
That's how you do it. And look, I know Abacab is six minutes and 58 seconds. <laughs> I can tell you that much. <laughs> but it was old school record players where you could get the song to play again. Uh, that's my, right. All right. right. So I, I like lasted. It. I, I, well, Three uh, times? Three songs? I, you know what? <laughs> I want to say I lasted, but I don't think I lasted to the end of the song if it was my first time. Nah, I know you didn't. Impossible. Uh, yeah, about, I think what, that's impossible. What about you? Do you know yours, Cuban Man? My, the first, your virginity record? I yeah. paid for it. That's the song. Oh, you mean the song? I yeah. paid for it. Yeah. Was that the song? <laughs> what band is that? Was, uh, I don't know. I was, paid uh, for it. Was va- this uh, this band called Material Issue? Ooh, uh, Valerie. The name of the song was. I was at some fucking weirdo Nirvana dude's house. Okay, not Steve Winwood's. I was going to say Valerie. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, it's a great song. Material Issue. Good band. One Mitchell, song. All right, I like it. Uh, all right. Mine's Earth the Wind and Fire. She after was the love a is fucking. Gone. After the loving's gone. After love is gone. Earth Wind and Fire. That might be the best one. Uh, that was, you know, my, yeah. we, same thing. We just kept. We used to just stack all the soul records where they would just play one after another right. and but, hope you made it to the end. Yeah, I lost my virginity to a girl that had a birth defect. I mean. You know, from like when you look at her, like I'm looking at you, she was beautiful, everything was all right. But then, uh, well, then when I went for the doggy, there was a uh, there was a dark, dark tail of hair that went from the her neck all the way down to her uh, oh wow butthole really right in the middle almost like it was a horse like oh. a Rhodesian ridge I don't know what the fuck it was, it was dark and uh, and so prominent it's not a defect I got 30 stories like that with fucking girls a, a, a line all what the way the down it's like a hyena farm down there <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was something wrong with her like she had a fake leg or something we, we talked about this on the air for years me and Anthony that's nothing you, it you was, just described half of my half of Cuba <laughs> It's not hair all over the back. It no, was just yeah. one line of hair yeah. from the back of her neck all the way down. We to used to her, call them gators to her uh, butt. Hyena yeah. farm. <laughs> that, that freaked me out a little bit. Got, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little. It was a little nerve wracking. Well, you know, <laughs> a little nerve wracking. Not that's not. I thought it was but, she, real but her problem. eyes were beautiful. I was going to say at least there wasn't the crying game situation going on. That could have been super nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, go to the Caribbean. It's a hyena farm. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have been super uh, crying game. Yeah, would have been yeah. more than anything else. Uh, didn't Phil Collins blow Opie off? Well, um, hmm. No, I just wasn't that nice when I when I got a picture with him a few years back. I was so excited to meet him because Genesis was one of those bands I was really into for a while, and then uh, uh, he was here, and I'm like, Phil Collins is here, holy shit! And I, I'm not, I wasn't like Jimmy, where Jimmy has to get you know celebrity pictures, but every once in a while I'll I'll, I'll go for it, and All that right. was one I wanted badly. Went into the green room, and I, I was fanboy, pretty much saying how much I loved Genesis growing up. He didn't give a fuck. I <laughs> just wanted the picture. Taken and I was like, I was kind of bummed. I know. I didn't expect some over the top thing, but maybe no. maybe a slight smile or. When you're fanboy though, I've ruined it. I've only been fanboy once or twice, and I have totally gushed and ruined it, and felt just like stare at the floor, turn and walk away. With who? Chicago was the first time Chicago. I was at a. Chicago. I was at a corporate gig with them, and yeah. and we I got they had one big van to drive us all back to the hotel, and I was the first person in the van, and as soon as they all started piling in the van, they're all looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> they, they did not see me open. They didn't know that I'd been semi-funny in front of about 5,500 sure. people at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, wow. or 3,500-something. And they, no, they just literally, I was the dork that, like, who the, what's this dude doing on our in our van? Right. And then I didn't even let them get settled in. I'm like, you guys fucking crushed 
tell me I just fucking jizzed all over myself. Said ever said I tried to do the musician thing. I'm like, you guys were tight, tight. <laughs> and they fucking. Yeah, I just, I know, and I just, I just immediately just cried all the next twenty minutes back to the hotel. I'm just like, you I would have turned idiot. it on them and said, you don't know who the fuck I am. I'm no. the trombone player. <laughs> I totally fucking did. Robert Lamb. Robert Lamb, the keyboard player, was sitting. He's the guy that sings Saturday in the Park. And so after right. after fifteen minutes of just awkward, you can just hear him mumbling in the back. Still, who the fuck is this guy? And he just reaches. He just reaches up and he's like, uh, "I heard you did really well." The, the the agent actually did say you did really well. I know who you are. We didn't see it, but fuck these guys. They're just giving you oh, shit. That was nice. Yeah, no, he was really sweet. And then and, and, you know, and then when we went in the hotel, that we were getting on the elevator together, and they went, you know, I were just kind of busting your balls. You want to come up to the suite? Oh, good. And I was no, I was so fucking embarrassed. I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to go to my oh, room. You just said, no, oh, and I really? didn't do it. I, even though they offered and came back nice, I still oh, I went. Now I went to my room and went, you fucking idiot, and berated myself for the next, you know, 20 years. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen Chicago. I'm trying to remember. They're still good to this I day. I feel like I did in Rochester. They're still good to this day. At the Finger Lakes Performing Arts Center. There you go. Fine. I think. I, I, I mean, feel like I saw. The Walter guy, Walter still does all their charts for them. The horn guy, he's the one original, yeah. or one of the few. There's two or three of them that are still there. And yeah, he still does all the charts and arranges everything. And they, you know, it's still Chicago. It, it, I was in the balcony and uh, all by myself at this gig, and the whole staff, which is all black people in Atlanta at the Fox. And they oh, come, really? And they come, yeah. And they come, <laughs> surprise. But they all come, they're all smoking weed. They're all up in the back. Shut up. They're all smoking. They're taking a break and they're You're all smoking that weed. Up. No, and I, again, I'm the, one, I'm the one, you know, fucking hillbilly idiot sitting there. And I went over to him and started, you know, hitting off the joint with him. And I'm like, I go, I, and I literally, like, uh, if I wasn't stupid enough earlier, I went, black people like Chicago? And you started phonics talking. And they, yeah, you, and they all went, black people love Chicago. Of course they love Chicago. <laughs> no, and I, I'm like, okay. man, I learned something new. Every, with the horns? Yes, that's what they all said. That every single one of them said. Blacks we, we, like horns, right? You know. Uh, normally, <laughs> normally, they put a horn section in something. I like that. I, I, think, the the black, now I think the blacks like the horns. Now you just blacks like the horns. Now you sound like Ross Perot in oh, yeah. 1992. You people love you horns. People like the horns. <laughs> you people love the horns. Uh, well, congratulations on Cleveland, man. I know that's sort of like uh, Big win. One, of, one of your homes. I got it. I'm pulling for them. I almost wore my Wendians shirt today. <laughs> Wendians? The dude that made my super Cleveland shirt that I always yeah, yeah. wear in here, he's got a new one, GV Art, GV Art in Cleveland. And he's a friend of yours? I, he goes to, uh, his kids go to school with, uh, okay. my children, gotcha. who are not my children. They're sort of, they're sort of your children. <laughs> oh, you got that going on too? I do have that I'm going on that too. Wait, you're you like in that two? program? Those kids ain't my, I bought the form with the chickens on it. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice way of saying it, Carl. Well, I, I, did, I did not know that. So. I got them when they were three. Okay. I missed all the fucking the twi- shit. The, the twins were three and four when I showed up. Right. Yeah. Basically. All right. So they pretty much look at you that, you know, you're the dad, man. Yeah. But if they really fuck up, I can blackjack deal. They're like, oh, that ain't my problem. <laughs> that's, you can just tap out. Thank you for playing. That was a, that was a, <laughs> no, I'm like, Marie, nobody in my family eats fucking batteries. That's your fucking, yes. I don't know what he's doing in the corner. That used to be, a, I forgot whose joke that was, but there was a, some New York comic that was in his act where he goes, uh, I was dating a blackjack dealer and I knew it was over when she went. 
<laughs> We're done. Yeah, yeah. She, she did the clap the table. Like I went to the kid's thing. soccer game and he's on the wrong field. I'm like, Marie, what the fuck? Yeah. That's, that's your problem. That was my kid. He was nine goals already. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Uh, yeah, but Cleveland won last night. I, I, I watched. I watched a little World Series. The Cavaliers beat the shit out of the Knicks. That's what I'm saying about Cleveland. Too, oh, fucking, uh, I, I tweeted. What did I tweet? I said, uh, meet the new Knicks, same as the old fucking Knicks. <laughs> Went with the who? Same as the old balls, uh, right? I went with the, the same as the old Nothing balls. Nothing wrong with that. Shit with the Knicks. Yep. I mean, come on. I, I know Cleveland is a great team. I get it. They're home. They're getting their rings. Uh, did you hear about the Warriors, though? They lost to San Antonio. They lost. You, in a they spanking. Lo- they lost by 29 yeah. points at home. Great. They didn't lose one game last year at home in the regular season. They lost one. In the regular season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. 40 and 1 is the best anybody's ever done. The Cavs have done 39 and 2, but nobody's gone 41 and 0 at home. I'm pretty sure. How do you know that shit, Vic? It's a fucking bookie. It's no, well, I, I did run a bookie. How do you think I pay for my college? <laughs> <laughs> my buddy and I made $19,000 in 10 weeks our senior year. No shit. Yeah, exactly. In, in high What'd school you or college? Out college? I had wow. a full on, I had a full, I had to go to bookie school. I went to a man's house. And to learn it? I went to a man's house to learn it, and he supposedly had won the house in a card game. Oh, my God. And it was like the wall of television. Degenerate Harvard. It's crazy. Right. And I went to bookie school, and I'm not going to say the dude's name. Because in Alabama at the time, um, no matter the first time they caught you for gambling, it was a misdemeanor no matter how large your operation was. So if you had never been caught, and you could be running a $10 million gambling operation, it was the first time they caught you. It was a $35 fine Get the and a misdemeanor. Yes, What's that about? Totally, well, thank you, Alabama lawmakers <laughs> from the 50s or whoever. Somebody right. Exactly. So when when you say you went to bookie school, was it sort of official with this guy? Did you have to pay him a little no, bit? No, no. Well, my, my, or were you, working, were you working for him a little bit? No, no. I, 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 I knew a taste? I knew who he Yes. I gave him 10%. He had to be taking the taste. Uh, he gave, so I he, gave him 10%. He, he taught you the lay yes. of the land, and then you had to give him a little taste. He told me what to do. Gotcha. He told me how to move the points. I could lay off. If somebody went super crazy bet that I didn't want to take, I could shift part of it to him. Oh, wow. And I sat there for three afternoons in this man's house. Did you he, set the points or did he sort of go? He gave it to me first and then I would adjust it based uh, on where my money was coming in. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, if everybody's going one way, you got to start moving the line to get them to go back the other way. And you made 19000 That was the best we ever did. We made $19,000 in What'd 10 weeks. What'd you do with it? Blew it because we had the policy of ill-gotten gains have to be wasted. Who so the fuck's such stupid shit like that? My partner and I agreed with him. That's, a, that's not stupid. I don't think I've gone to an ill guy. I'd, <laughs> I'd be homeless if I followed that. When, you get, well, when, when we, you get money that you know you just didn't earn, right. of course you spend yeah. it. I we got, blew I, it. I, I, when I was a kid, I used to get hit by a car every 13 minutes trying to get money. We, went, we walked into the War Eagle Supper Club, which was one of the only places you could see live music at the time in Auburn. Everybody else was a hotel lounge or a weird thing. This was a cinder block building 100 yards on the outside of town where nice. you could still get liquor and you know, break all the rules because right. it was a different county. And uh, we walked in there one night, and I had like a thousand dollars in my pocket, and he had eight or nine hundred. And, and uh, he looks at me, my friend, and he goes, uh, "Let's go do the old west thing." And I'm like, "What do you mean the old west thing?" He goes, "He goes, let's go storming through the saloon doors and go drinks on me." 
you know, and buy a round Come for on. the house. Did he do it? And we asked the bartender, how much will it cost us to do that? Right. And we didn't tell him how much we had in our pockets. Right. And he went like... 900 bucks for the next hour. Wow. And so the band, the, I still remember the Telluride was the name of the band, and they were taking a break. They were playing the, uh, by the Almond Brothers, which is a long song. And, uh, Wait, how does it go again? It's an instrumental. It's, it's, and I'm, yeah, I can't. It's, anyway, it's, uh, fuck. So anyway, the band finished, Jessica, that's it. And so, uh, we go, uh, we go walking on stage, and uh, they're taking a break, and the manager of the bar walked me and my buddy on stage and rang a bell that they would ring if you gave a big tip. And he was like, he pointed at both of us and said, uh, these two idiots have just bought liquor for everybody for the next hour. Beautiful. And we walked through the bar, and then when that hour went up, my other buddy goes, I still got 600 in my pocket. And so we went over to him. The dude's name was Mad Dog. We're like, Mad Dog, how much for another hour? And we don't have another 900. He goes, how much you got? And he goes, 600. He goes, give it to me. He rang the bell again. He goes, rang it again. Another hour. Here we go. Did you get girls from yeah, it? Or? Oh, oh, for the next semester. Here, let me take this phone call. Jeff in Mississippi wants in badly. Let's say, uh, what's up to Jeff? What do you got, Jeff? Vic's sitting there talking about Lee, you know, in the wall of TVs and stuff. Sometimes you need to keep your mouth shut, Vic. You need to be careful on that. I'm, I'm, Lee? I didn't say anybody's name, and his name wasn't Lee. You did say Lee. Uh, well, I'm said wrong. I'm so, just trying to think this guy. So, so my, my buddy that was in the crooked business with him, his name is David Dollahite. I can say his name. <laughs> I would totally say his name. Dollahite. Why would he say his name? <laughs> because cause he was in it with me, and he won't care. He won't care one bit that I'm throwing him under. Dollahite, we had, we had so much money. We had so much money, and we're blowing so much money around town. My, my sister-in-law sold Dollar High to fake Rolex. And because we were yeah. blowing so much money, everyone right. thought the Rolex was real. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thank you, buddy. How are you, uh, Mad Cuban? I'm good, man. Yeah? You still a TV star? Yeah. I, dude, uh, I just came back from San Francisco. I did a bunch of TV. Yeah. For the Food Network? Yeah. That grocery games thing. I don't watch it. Yeah, me either. Guy, guy, guy that you can't say his name right. Guy Fiatti. Fiatti. No, you gotta say Fiatti or Fiatti. whatever the fuck. How do you say it these days? I'll, I'll take his side every time, Vic. He pays the bills. I know he does. I'll fucking knock you out I, if I have to. But, you know, I mean, come on. It's, it's, I understand. Where's Fox Brothers Barbecue on your hat? Atlanta. Okay. Fox Brothers Barbecue. I should know Best that. Best in Atlanta. I Best brisket in Atlanta. I should by know far. that. A lot of bums out there doing barbecue. He ain't yes. one of them. Okay. Well, there you go. I think they're every, from Texas originally. So, I, okay. I, I, I've never had a bad barbecue. Oh, dude, bad barbecue is worse than any bad barbecue. Oh, you can oh. get, yeah. Oh, it, it's, it, bad. it's never dry. Had a bad barbecue. Dry. Vic, I mean, oh. you're, you know barbecue yes. better than anybody. Nothing it's, worse. It's all about the rub. It's, no, not it's really. About moisture, moisture. It is, it's, yeah. It's about the moisture. It's got to be, I'm with him. And how, you do you, know. how do you keep the moisture up? You got to know what you're Without doing. Pull slow around with the clip. <laughs> the bird is the easiest thing to mess up. Yeah. I heard you. It's a little hacky. It's a little hacky. It was a little hacky. It's all right. I'll still get it. I was hoping no one heard that. I'll one. still get it to you. <laughs> and, and tickle the butthole a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit, though. I just, just slide. Oh, my God. Slide. Yes. Boy, <laughs> could that go wrong fast? Well, any of the southern, the, the greens can go wrong. The barbecue can go wrong. The chicken can go especially wrong. If you're oh, not, if you're, yeah. yeah. Chicken, chicken's a pain in the ass. It'll all out on you every oh my god i mean barbecue. if you got the moist chicken nothing's better yeah. the but. best chicken barbecue I ever had is this guy named sam jones in north carolina right yeah Best brisket I ever had. Myself. Phil Collins. Holy shit. No, please come no, in. Come please in. Please come in. He was, no. he was boring the hell out of us yeah. with his barbecue oh, talk. Wait. Me too and my gambling. 
How are you, Mr. Collins? Holy How are you, sir? Nice to meet you. My pleasure. I'm, uh, you look good. I'm Opie. That's Vic Henley, and that's Carl. Yeah, he's a stand-up comic. Uh, this guy's a star chef. of the Food Network, a chef. And this yeah. is his show. And uh, I do a little radio. Yes, he's the host of this. And I've been a, I've been a huge fan of Phil Collins and Genesis forever. Forever. We started... It's a brave, brave thing to admit. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to him. I did say that to him. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, it got me uh, yeah. through some good times, some bad times. I, I, I said it earlier to start the show. I will always love you because I lost my virginity to Abacab. How about that? I bet you've never heard that before. No, I haven't. And it's a 10-minute version on the song. Well, so yeah, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. That one. Well, I, I, you lost your virginity to a 10-minute song. It <laughs> shows staying power, I, man. I don't think I made it to the end of the song, oh, sir. Okay, yeah, I know. We did a faded out <laughs> version. Right. Maybe that's it. How, uh, congratulations. The Jimmy Fallon last night it was great. In Thank the you, air yeah. tonight. That I was, didn't see it. But, uh, you didn't see it. it? It came across great, man. Yeah. How did it feel? It felt great, you know. I mean, it, it, he's he's very funny, and uh, I had a couple of my guys there, but but the band fantastic, right? And, and uh, Questlove was on the drums, and, and yeah. when he did the fill, the place went nuts. Yeah. The famous, you know, yeah, yeah. Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. Really. He, he was, you know, he said to me that he'd, he'd kind of been a, been a fan for a long time, and drummers, you know, we were kind of. We're a fraternity. Did you want to play the drums last night? I know you're having a tough time uh, playing um, these days. No, I'm, I'm staying clear of that for the moment. I've got to sit in my garage and... Tinker around a little bit? Tinker around, yeah. How long has it been since you've been performing? I mean, I did the U.S. Open, and then the three uh, three shows this year for charity. You know, I did my, I've, got a, uh, I've got a foundation with my third wife, who I'm back with. I, I heard. Congratulations. <laughs> Nice, lovely. Did she give any of the money back? <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know? <laughs> sorry. Holy oh, shit. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Me either. Oh, I'm out of breath. I apologize. I want to go home. <laughs> I was going to do an English TV show, and I didn't do the show for some different reason. Who is it? Graham Norton. Oh, yeah, Graham Norton. We love Graham Norton. And uh, I I knew he was going to say, well, did you get the money back? Oh, uh, Um, no. I thought that was an original. No, no. (laughs) You're the only person that said, because I didn't do the show with him. Okay. um, But you're the only person that's mentioned it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, she didn't. No, she didn't. No, of course not. We get the answer, though. No, I asked, because that was one of the biggest settlements. uh, Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I beat McCartney. <laughs> that was where I was going. That is exactly what I was about yeah. to ask you. Wow. Can I say the number? I don't want to insult you. I heard I heard it was close to 50. Son of a bitch. It was... Um, 50 mil. Oh, that's 50 million Swiss francs. Ooh. That's which even is, more. Which, Ooh, yes. No, which is... Similar. You know, about 26 million quid. Wow. Oh. So double. All right. I was right. Like, I'm in my... She had a very good lawyer. <laughs> 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 he did. You know, I mean, you know, he was named the shark. Yeah, the shark. I got to ask you about in the air tonight. Was that uh, going to be a Genesis song? I've heard over the years that there's been rumors that you had that song, but you didn't want to give it to the band at the time because you were sort of thinking that you wanted to maybe start a solo thing. No, I mean, uh, at that point, a solo album was, was not on the cards. Um, I had spent about a year. Just because the other guys in the band were, had been f- doing their own first solo albums, I've just been writing, and you know, and I'd come up with, you know, fourteen, fifteen songs. Well, they they were doodles that became songs. I recorded them at home on my little studio, 
And then we had one day, uh, I moved, the band moved into my house, you know, because it was just me there. And we, you know, we started rehearsing. And then we had a, a day when we played each other some stuff that we'd written. A couple of songs that Tony had left over from his album, Mike the Same, me. The chances are that I would have played them my best stuff. Sure. Tony Banks insists that he didn't hear it. Otherwise, he'd have nabbed it for the for the Genesis. <laughs> oh, are you saying that you actually played it for them and they don't really remember? He's think, yeah, I think he's, he's saying yeah, that's what I you're played thinking. My yeah. I played my demos to to Mike and Tony, right. of which one would have been in the air tonight. All odds, one would have been in the air tonight, okay. and the two that were they chose, which uh, was Misunderstanding, which right. was that's a good one. That was a big hit. That's yeah. a great one. That's a great and song. And then uh, Please Don't Ask, which was a very personal song, but they 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 loved the song so. Right. So the rest I put back in my my pocket until we'd finished Duke, which right. was the album we were working on. I love uh, Duke, by the way. I love well, well, I, that I, album. I was supposed to go up to – I did go up, in fact, to London to visit Armit Ertigan to play him Duke. And he knew that I was going through a divorce and I was not in a particularly good frame of mind. And he asked me what I was doing and I, and I, and I had a cassette in my pocket. And I said, oh, I've been writing songs. He said, well, let me hear some. He heard in the air tonight and he said – Wow, man, this has got to be a record. And it's at that point that I knew I had a, was going to make a record because I got so much enthusiasm from him and I loved that man so much and, and I respected him. I, I will I will always be arguing about this Tony Tony Banks thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Mike doesn't remember at all, which, which is... Um, <laughs> oh, Mike, come on. Well, get, he's on the get fence. Get in there, Mike. He's on the fence. <laughs> on it doesn't fence. matter. <laughs> that means he really remembers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not saying, it hurts too much. He's just not saying. <laughs> right. But I'm an early guy. That, uh, that's Clive Davis. This is one of the most influential people in music ever, yeah. possibly. So yeah. when he tells you, that's it right there. Well, that's right. You know, I mean, I got Genesis to sign in 1973. Our record label was up. Um, and I said, we really should sign with Atlantic because Atlantic, you know, such a great label, such a great history of music. And so Genesis signed to Atlantic and, you know, Armit became a great, great friend i think you know he saw that i was just playing drums then you know and i loved him right, right. All the way down to the uh, the last yeah the, the rubiot is a is a double cd they did a 40th anniversary yeah, of atlantic yeah. records and they had a big concert i think at madison square garden or somewhere yeah and they everybody came and played well the 40th anniversary that, of atlantic yeah that's that, I, 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 think I played that you're on that you i know, didn't know say again i, this I is... opened the show which was you know, <laughs> <laughs> Me on a piano. I love when I'm stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was me on a piano and a half full auditorium because people were arriving. You know, mm -hmm. Zeppelin played, and, and I think Jason Bonham, who who later played right. uh, with Zepp, uh, he he played drums that night. And a lot of people say, and I don't, I, I disagree with this, uh, Mr. Collins, that uh, you ruined the Zeppelin uh, reunion at Live Aid. They didn't sound good, and it had nothing to do with Phil Collins. Oh, in eighty five, eighty five, he was he was playing. I with, remember he with, flew on the plane. He, he yeah. flew from uh, London to <laughs> Philadelphia, right? Look at look at this. <laughs> you look at. I, I, I remember every second of it. You have a lot of regrets for uh, going from London to Philadelphia for live well, aid. Uh, no wonder there was some you know bad press. Some, you know people getting annoyed, and the uh, you know because I was everywhere doing everything. I was doing this album. I mean, in one year, I did a Genesis album. I did a, 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 a solo album. I did a Eric Clapton album. Mm -hmm. I, I did a, a Philip Bailey album. And I did an Af Afrida from Abba album. 
Oh, I forgot about Frida Lingstad. No, I know yeah. from ABBA. Frida Lingstad, yeah. <laughs> from ABBA. I forgot and, about Philip, uh, the Philip Bailey project, yeah. too. Philip Easy Bailey lover. was great stuff, man. But so, I did all this stuff, you know. I did come to understand why I became annoying, omnipresent and annoying. Right. Sting and I had met at the Band-Aid record session, and, and we got on very well. So, you know, he called me and said, why don't we do something together? So we did something together at Wembley. And then uh, b- before that, I'd, someone had asked me about playing with them. Um, my, you know, do I want to do anything else? And I always love playing drums with people. So I said, well, where's Eric and Robert? Because I'd just done albums with them. Right. And uh, I was told they were both in America, playing in America. So I said, okay, well, that's that. And then a couple of days later, someone came back to me and said, uh, you could do it. You could get Concord and do both. I said, all right, if it's possible, I'll do it. Yeah, no problem. So I remember, how, I mean, as a fan, I remember how cool, cool that was. That was very cool, yeah. Um, I but I did say I'm not the only one, am I? And uh, they said no, 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 because Joanne Duran and Power Station were going to do, you know, that they shared members and they were going to do one, you know, set in each in each space. Uh, anyway, by the time I got there, everybody had chickened out, so it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm the flagship. I'm the, I'm the flagship. You understand? Right. How I, I understand now. Right. It would have been um, nicer if it was a few other people. Yeah, that, that you know, because I this. arrive in Philadelphia and show off, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this whole thing with Zeppelin started when Robert and I met in Dallas. I think either I was rehearsing there or he was rehearsing there, and he or I both came, to, you know, together. And he said, "Could you get me on this show?" I said, "Man, you're Robert Plant. You don't, need, <laughs> you, know, you don't need me to get you on the show. Just call Bill Graham, and yeah. he's old, old Bill Graham doesn't like us." which is another story. Um, but uh, I said, he said, you, me, and Jimmy could do something. Paige. Yeah. Wow. I said, sure, that sounds like fun. You know, yeah, count me in. I'm, you know, I played with anybody. I play with everybody. I can, you know, i got big ears. I, I, I saw Zepp's first gig at the Marquee. I can do this. Anyway, in the two weeks between that conversation and the concert, it's become Led Zeppelin. And it's not me, Jimmy, and Robert having a blow. This is John Paul Jones, and they've had a drummer that's been rehearsing with him for a week. Um, I wasn't made to be very welcome in the uh, Goat's Head caravan. Jimmy was very unhelpful. Um, and I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. I was going to say that is the most tactful, yeah. English polite way to say he was a dick to me. Yeah. My mother in law is very unhelpful. He was very unhelpful. And actually, actually uh, Tony Thompson, bless his heart, who was the drummer, was fantastic. I was drummer. trying to remember his name. He yeah. he wasn't uh, having it that no, you were no, there no, as well. He, you know, he, he'd been rehearsing, right? And suddenly there was this English dick that comes swans in off concrete, right? You know. Probably had a few champagnes, you know, four grams of Coke or something, and he's going to fuck my show. Four? Don't say I know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Talk, I know way, one Phil. bump off the end of a key. I don't know four yeah. grams of no, Coke. No, I'm Cuban, <laughs> Phil. You can direct all that to me. I'll sort it all out for you. Believe me, I mean, I was. That's a I, I had to be straight as a die on that day. It was. A, it was a day of logistics and and playing and you know, but uh. I was made to feel very uncomfortable, and I say the, the, the drummer. I played with two drummers for a long time, and I said I think we should try to avoid this kind of thing, try to avoid that kind of thing. And of course, he went on stage and he did exactly what he wanted, and I was kind of found myself playing the air a bit. Ah, um, so he didn't. You went the drummer drummer hookup, and he didn't play no, along. I mean, I, I, so you know, to speak. I, I, I felt like walking off. 
but I would I couldn't walk off quietly. Right, right. And we'd now be sitting here talking about why did you walk, walk off? Oh my God, they wouldn't have uh, yeah, let that no, down. But they, you know, the, you can see it. it's like you know Jimmy was not 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 on his best, and and Robert, you got to be match fit to sing that plus sure. the nerves, right. And um, anyway, but I got pilloried for it. The reason I'm even talking about this is because the guys pilloried me in the music press uh, for being pretty much the reason right. why they sounded crap, you know. And uh, uh, I just wanted to put the record straight with that. Yeah, the, the book, I mean, what I've read online here and there, excerpts, it, it, it's it's going to be a great read. Phil Collins, Not Dead Yet. Uh, the memoir is out now. So, uh yeah, I was disappointed by Zeppelin at Live Aid, that's for sure. I'm not disappointed that he used the word pilloried twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ecstatic that you just... I don't know what that means. And it wasn't... I do. It's, a, it's, a, it's a medieval torture device, uh, the yeah. pillory. And it wasn't your fault. I mean, you were... I guess technically they, they, they call it being overexposed, but it wasn't like you were forcing the issue with all these people. Everybody wanted to do something with Phil Collins. Well, right, if Clapton calls you and says, come produce my record... How do you say record? no? Right. How do you say no to all Exactly. This, this was the thing. You know, these are calls. If you say no, they never call you back. I mean, Eric was a country neighbor friend. You know, we were great, great friends. And we were actually drinking pals before he knew I was a musician. But, um, <laughs> the, okay, how'd that happen? Okay, well, back story. that up for a second. Yeah. He didn't get out very much. <laughs> but the, <laughs> when you were asked to do it, I just, I just, I just said yes because it, it was great fun to do. Yeah. Um, but it was overexposure, and I have to say, I can understand it. If you, if you, if every time you turn on the radio, you're going to hear one more night or against the odds or Cecilia, or you can't I love anything. Oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> leave it out, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, I have to say that I only wrote Cecilia once, you know, and I recorded it once. Mm. I didn't record it a hundred thousand times, and, and I recorded it once. Right. And then people played it on the radio. Yeah, I liked the song. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, it's not that. I love the. I love the. If you magnify that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my favorite. Is it your now, favorite? I'm, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cuban. I'm Cuban. It's the best. No, but, but he, was, he just said, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> I got yelled at by Phil Collins. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For liking Susudio. I really like Susudio. I don't dislike it. I just, you know, <laughs> and then if American, I didn't hear it again, it wouldn't bother me. You know? Well, but the, then American Psycho made that song just amazing. Uh, yeah. Did you? Uh, was it you that uh, is? Did you do is the Clapton with Tina Turner tearing us apart? Was that yeah. is that you? Is that was that was that on yeah, another yeah, that record? That was on a, an album. I, did, I produced two albums for Eric. One was Behind the Sun, and the other one was August of which August. That's on there. That's a great track. I, I yeah, yeah. always wondered if it was Clapton that reached out to Tina, or did she reach no, out, or uh, is it the producer? Did you reach out? No, I think we we, we thought. Um, I think probably. There might have been a Princess Trust gig where we'd all come together and... and okay, and right. They, you know. i tell you something that's terrifying. Yeah. Is when you're a producer, and, and obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I, I mean, I remember standing oh, at the bus you. stop when I was 14. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> huge fan. I was standing at the bus, bus stop when I was 14, 15, listening to Cream play at a club wow. by the bus stop. And then 25, 30 years later, I'm producing an album for him. You know, he's become one of my best friends. He and Tina Turner did this vocal live, you know, in the studio together at the same time. I knew when the track was going to be, you know, I knew, I knew when we were reaching the end of the, of the column, what would be the fade. And I thought, what am I going to say? So the tape stopped, and you know, they both looked at me in the, in the control room. And I said, that was, that was great. That was uh, very great. 
Very great. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, it's just an awful sort of... It's very great. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I I just went bright red. Right. Uh, They're saying you got to go already. We were just getting started. But uh, the book, uh, Not Dead Yet, you're you're letting it all out there, talking about your divorce, um, the fact that you, you became an alcoholic at 55 years old. After you were just found yourself at home not doing much of anything, so you started drinking a lot and just watching sports on TV. Yeah, how's that going? Are you uh, better? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I think you have the wine every now and then. Do you have a wine yeah, every a now and then? Yeah, wine you know, I mean, I, I had, I didn't touch a drink for three years, and I moved into our new house uh, a year ago, and I said to Tori, I said, you know what, I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to have a glass of champagne to celebrate. We haven't got time to discuss it, but, I mean, I don't actually consider myself to to have been an alcoholic. I had too much time on my hands because my family were living in Miami and I was living in Switzerland and I'd retired and I just got on a roll. Eventually, I I started to kill myself. And um, so I I can have a couple of glasses of wine, two or three glasses of wine, go to bed, no problem. I stop get, drinking. Some days I don't drink at all. Yeah. I, I guess I asked that because it was to a point where they were basically, you know, talking about if your papers were in order. Yeah. You were in ICU in a hospital and it wasn't looking good. They, he's right. got to go. All right. They're freaking out. Phil, I, oh, I mean, man. I'm a huge fan. I couldn't talk God. to you for another hour. Yeah, right. I can't, I, I can't wait to uh, actually officially read the book, even though I've gone through a lot of it just online. Phil Collins, not dead yet. Uh, let's get Phil Collins out of here. All Thank right. you. I All hate right. to see you. Thank you, guys. This was no, nice to meet you, man. Yeah. Perfect. Did you like Phil Collins? Some. No, I mean, did you like him on the oh. show? <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, he was very good on what the an show. What an asshole. <laughs> i lie. I was very nervous. I don't get nervous anymore with uh, yeah, you want, with you, interviews, but but I'm, I grew up with Genesis. It was one of my one of my bands when I was uh, coming up. You weren't nervous enough to ask him if his wife robbed him or not. <laughs> Fuck, that woke me right. To it was like I got amazed. Holy shit! <laughs> well, he I didn't know where to go. He remarried uh, the I wife. No, but you gonna see his face? Like you hit him. He didn't even see that coming. She took him for so much fucking oh, money, and now they're uh, see now they're back time. married. So I was just asking if she, you know, gave back some of the money. No. I was going to say, yeah, you guys were, in, uh, were a bit starstruck with him because, you know, he, he comes in and he, he's walking with a cane and yeah. nobody bothers to help the pull the rolling chair out from the console. Dude, dude let me tell you trying something. to you, let him sit I'm down. I'm not touching. He looked frail. I, I, right. I'm not catching a lawsuit no, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, man. If he goes down, he's down. Uh, Vic Henley's back in studio. I, I was admitting, I was a little nervous. You were doing the... Uh, I, was, uh, I was a bit nervous. I was nervous, too, though. That was really cool. When he was talking yeah. about Zeppelin and yeah. then he was finishing a story, I was just staring at him and I was I was thinking to myself, holy fuck, that's Phil Collins. I know. I was sitting it took here. me out of my game. I'm, I'm just looking at him. I'm like, I think I'm supposed to be listening to what he's saying right now, so I maybe have a follow-up question or maybe, you know, go on to something else. If you listen back to the interview when, at the end of the Zeppelin thing, there's there's a weirdness there because I wasn't listening because I was thinking, oh, my God, that's Phil Collins. I was, I was drinking water. I, the same thing. I was just like, I hope you can't hear me swallowing <laughs> or saying because, no, I was mesmerized. Same thing. I was halfway paying attention. Right. He fucking yelled at me, bro. And I wanted to. He told you. He, he, he was like, hey, don't enough. Get, don't get so excited about See? this in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> he almost shushed you. Yeah, yeah. he shushed me. If you're, if you're around our age, you remember Phil, uh, uh, Phil 
Phil Collins. Dude. No one was bigger than Phil Collins he did for a while. Miami there. Vice. I was trying to throw in the Miami Vice reference because when, when right. he was saying he was everywhere, right. that during that period he was on goddamn Miami Vice for a couple of episodes or at least I, one. I, I really think. thought we had him for uh, yeah longer time because I wanted uh, I wanted to ask him about the Paul McCartney thing. He pretty much has a problem with Paul McCartney because uh, Paul McCartney basically said, "Oh, little Phil wants an autograph or something Ooh. like that." Yeah, he was. He saw uh, Paul McCartney at a function, and he happened to have a Beatles book. And he <laughs> he goes, "Paul, can you sign this?" And Paul was with Heather Mills. Ooh, the main one. And uh, and then Paul was showing off to Heather Mills and went, "Oh, look, little Phil wants an autograph." I think that's what it uh, was. That the exact quote uh, there, Paulie? There you go. Oh, Heather, our little Phil is a bit of a Beatles fan. And Phil Collins basically said, "Oh, go fuck yourself." <laughs> no kidding. He should. Yes. Well, you know, now if Paul McCartney, I don't know, he's uh, he's a little right wingy. I don't know if he's friendly or sweet. It's, when he was with her, he was especially mean. Right. We've but, seen him over the years. I saw, I saw him in uh, Cleveland in August. He was amazing. Great concert. But I'm saying personally. No, we've, we've seen him over oh, the years. Oh, yeah? Walk in these hallways. And then one time, I didn't personally see him, but uh, some of the guys that used to work for the show way back when we were on 57th Street came running in one day and said, Phil, uh, uh, Phil Jesus, uh, Paul McCartney's walking down 57th Street, just walking down the street. And he's regular. And then and people fine. ran out to try to you know talk well, to him and get pictures. So I did a walking tour in London where you paid. I walked around. You walk around, and the guy points out all stuff but i did a walking music tour and we stopped outside his office and the dude is apparently like the most insane beatles maniac ever right and so uh he and the guy had just told us he goes sometimes he we stopped in front of where his office is in london he goes sometimes he's in there and he'll open up the window and say hello to us and as soon as the fucker said it paul mccartney Come flipped on. the window open no, no he's done within five minutes within five minutes and he knew the guy's name and he's like hey there reg and he's like hey paul <laughs> That's and then, pretty cool. And the 30 of us were standing there going, oh, my fucking God. And he just sat there and waved. And then we moved on down to where the Jimi Hendrix first played or something. Oh, it was a walking He didn't fucking wave. He didn't wave. No, he didn't wave. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to get more into, you know, all of a sudden he just went away. I wanted to ask him about that. He was overexposed, not by his doing. Everyone wanted him. And then that sure. just... That became a bubble that just burst, unfortunately, and it happens uh, to people that, you know, are just incredibly famous. He just disappeared for a bunch of years. I like it when they do that, though. I do. Yeah. I, a lot of people have, that's like me leaving the phone. Right. You you can't understand that I walk around a lot and like not having my phone. Right. And, and I think to have the wherewithal to go... Fuck, enough of me. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's had way too much of me. I'm just going to go over here and sit on the yeah. side. I always, I, I applaud that. I, I, I awesome. think he's 65, and he's the book, uh, he talks about becoming, quote, because he says he's not an alcoholic uh, per se, but he started drinking heavily when he turned like 55 years old because he was found himself just at home with nothing to do. That's right. I fight that urge every day. <laughs> <laughs> but you I didn't, but you didn't write in the air tonight. No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't write shit. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that I've written that I'm proud of is still awful. <laughs> so it's it's rare these days. Like Phil Collins, I was I was out sure. of my mind just thinking to myself, that's fucking Phil Collins right there. And same with Chris Rock a little bit. I get a little nervous. Well, see, he, Sandler, uh, me and him and Sandler and Colin Quinn. He, Quinn was a year ahead of all of us, and then we then Sandler and uh, and me and Rock showed up, and then and Quinn was nice to us, and we just couldn't believe the cool guy was nice to us. And yeah, then, so I you know I've known thirty year friend. He's a great guy. He's lovely. 
He's a, I'm proud to call him a friend. When He's did you really meet cool. him? Did you meet him before he broke? 22. We all showed up at the same time at like, Catch a Rising Star. I've showed you the picture. Like it's I, not Chris Rock how we know him today. He, he was just one of the guys coming up at that yeah, point? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Him and, yeah exactly. How we were cool all, is that? I was 23 and they were 22 or 21. Something he doesn't like give that. you money and shit? Like, and so, nothing? No so, hookups? So, I'd be I, so fucking I, mad. Like, I'm ha- fuck? Hey, no, he treats me fine. I'm not complaining. I got no, no, Rock's a good dude. Sandler's a good dude. They're really, I've showed you, the, I've got the picture somewhere on, I put it up on Instagram. I only have yeah. nine pictures on there, but Wait, one of so them. so you used to hang with Chris Rock and Adam Sandler, and now you get to hang I'm with I'm stuck me. with you, yes. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, sadly, sadly. Yes, I lost. <laughs> Apparently I lost. Wow. That's not it. It might be Ouch. on Twitter. I don't know. I'll have to find it. The but. other thing, he talks about going to Michael Jackson's uh, ranch with his kid. Chris Rock? Phil Collins. Oh. Yeah, getting back to the Phil Collins and some of the stuff we didn't get to talk about. But he went to the Neverland Ranch with his young, uh, I believe, daughter at the time. That's imagine creepy. That? That's scary. Would you? Equally uh, as frightening. Okay, keep going. He's looking. Wait, uh, what are we looking for? The picture? He's looking for the picture. Yeah, there it is. Oh, right wow. There. Boom, there it is. That's me and Rock and Sandler. Oh, my God, look at you. <laughs> Here, retweet this on our show account. <laughs> That's me and Rock and Sandler, 87. Wow. Yeah. That's you and uh, like Scott Bay. I mean, no, uh, Colin. Colin. It's me and Colin. Colin's here. almost not recognizable. Yeah, no, that's me and Quinn and Rock. The only one that's recognizable in this photo is uh, Chris Rock. So, well, he's black. That was. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the only yes. black guy in the picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not racist. No, uh, not what, racist. No, no, that's what I said. Not racist. That's not yeah, racist. I wasn't sure Colin all. Quinn was Chris Rock in that picture. <laughs> So it's like the guy on the right is definitely Chris Rock. I like the handwritten sign over my shoulder that says this area to be kept clear at all times management. And it's like some of the letters are capitalized. Some of them right. are not. It's just somebody stuck that on a piece of paper and taped it to the wall. That's some nice uh, just print. No, I told Rock. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of my favorite Rock. Rock was uh, Rock isn't why I owned. I didn't know we were always talking music. That's how I got to be friends with a lot of these guys. Is, uh, I was VJing on VH1 some, and then we were talking, and they would say, "You know, you're the music guy. You don't know this. You don't know this." And I'm I, he chewed my ass out for not knowing uh, James Brown live at the Apollo. Chris Rock. Yeah, that's we were one of the first conversations when we were talking about music, and he was like, "You call yourself a music person? You don't fucking that's not one of your top five albums of all time." And I'm like, and he, I just stood there and had to stare at the floor and couldn't say shit. Went and bought it the next day and went, oh my fucking God. This is great. This is amazing. I'm a jackass. But I don't think you needed to know it to be on VH1, right? Well, I, you know, I knew enough of the regular stupid stuff. Yeah, that had to be, being a VJ wasn't really a music thing. That was a bonus. They were they really wanted you to be a face or, you know, yeah, be silly sure. and big and over the top and whatever Rosie O'Donnell was doing. You know. uh, let's say hi to Robin in Detroit. Robin. Hi, Opie. Long time no talk. I think I recognize uh, Robin. Yes, how are you? Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm loving the new show, and Vic, you crack me up. Yeah, we love Vic Henry. Um, and the Mad Cuban, yeah, but we can't get him that much. He's too busy yeah. doing barbecues or He's something. trying to figure out how to pronounce <laughs> Guy Fieri's last name. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. I don't want to do it. Fieri. Fieri. Anyway, what do you got, Rob? Well, I love the interview with Phil Collins, but am I correct, and it wasn't him... And or Sting that came in that was a complete asshole when you guys were getting a picture taken with him? Well, you are correct, but I must okay. <laughs> say that I uh, I will now forget about that because Phil Collins oh, couldn't have been cooler. After the interview, he was great, and he seemed to enjoy his time, took all the pictures. He was smiling. He goes, I'll come back and see you guys. He must have just had a bad day. It was a few yeah, years back. He said he was- 
When I, he said he was going to be on, I thought, oh, I think he's going to be an asshole. But he was great. Oh, I was ready. Oh, I was ready, Robin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not going to happen twice to me. me. No, he wasn't. No, he I like, wasn't. He, was he yelled funny. at me. I liked his own That's fucking yelling. song. That's funny radio. That's I told him I liked someone else's song. It was banter. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and, and Sting. And that was another one, man. I was a big uh, fan of the police growing up. Huge fan. Mm. And then we finally went and saw Sting. It was me and Norton, the, the famous story when stupid Sting was playing his stupid loot. When he went through his loop, <laughs> his loop phase, and we're like, "Holy fuck, this stinks!" L U T E. First of all, whoever. Oh man, I've done this. We've done this bit too many times. I, I it's worth doing again though. He decided uh, that Vic he never heard. Has Vic ever heard that crap? I did not know. Oh, you got to find the song today. No, I'm, uh, it's it's. I don't. I'm anyway, not familiar with the loot. Phase. I guess the guy that he was on tour with is really knows how how to play the loot. Okay, all right. And then it was at uh, where was it? It was at uh, Jazz at Lincoln Center, right? And Eric Logan, God, I loved that guy. He he got me and Jimmy in there. It was a really tough ticket because it, it was only a couple hundred people that could see this show, and they were filming it for XM at the time. And uh, one loot song after another, and we're like, oh my god! <laughs> and then they finally reworked a couple police songs. They worked a complete a, a couple police songs at the end. I think they did "Message in the Bottle," "Message in a Bottle," whatever. That's a good one. We go backstage, and I'm out of my mind. I'm with my now wife. I'm trying to explain to her because she's a, she's a she's a few years younger than me, man. Cuban, so I don't think she. I got to do the same thing. I don't think she fully understands the sting as and and how important it was in my life with the police and everything. So we wait online. There's only ten people that need pictures, and uh, it's our turn. I, I bring my now wife. Like uh, pleasure to meet you and. He barely nodded, and then we took the picture, and then I realized the flash of my camera didn't work. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever going to see Sting again. So I was the idiot that, that the asked redo. if we could do a redo, and he instantly had a pissed off face. Uh-huh. And I'm like, there's only 10 people here. It's not like I'm holding anybody up. Mm-hmm. He so. was thinking about the 88-minute orgasm he was going to have that day. He was, <laughs> or he was thinking that what a dumb idea was to go on tour with this loot. <laughs> Couldn't get the calliope. Right. <laughs> he didn't have someone trained. Well, yeah. But I don't well, know. Well, thanks, thanks for taking my call, Opie, and the show's great. Thank you, Robin. I appreciate it. All right. I got to play the loot thing for Vic. You, you've never heard this, Vic? I've never heard this. Right here. To hear, to touch, to kiss, to, to die. die. Just how he pronounces dog. Oh, so lute is that boy toucher guitar thing that that guy's playing? Yeah, the instrument. Fade it out. It's, oh, a, it's a fuck that. I think it's an ancient. In- yeah, I, I think it's an ancient school. instrument. I don't it know. It should stay ancient. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, look at that! And and then it took somebody to go. You know what? Why don't we fucking straighten out the neck of this thing and then yeah. call it a guitar? What <laughs> <Right. laughs> the fuck would you have it on a ninety degree angle like that? Yeah. Thumbs down. Thumbs down on the thumbs down. Fuck this dude. I'd rather go with So Lonely or The Bed's Too Big Without You. Oh, the nice. Bed's Too Big Without You is fucking... I'm walking on the moon. Oh, God. Oh, murder, 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 murder by Numbers. Murder, murder by Numbers was only on the cassette. Right. It wasn't on the album. It wasn't later. You had to have the cassette. Wasn't on a B- it was on Synchronicity. A I think it's on Synchronicity. It's, uh, I don't remember it actually being on a cassette. I, I remember it was on a it was I think the flip I, side of something. I think it was on the... It was either a B-side on a 45 I or it was on a cassette. I was a huge fan of the police and when we discovered oh, that murder Oh, numbers. What shit, the fuck? Yeah, this isn't even one. on an album. I know, right? right? right. No. <laughs> I'm not an album. 
Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Tea in the Sahara. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. So good. No, I could sit here all day long. With the fucking... I really, really loved the police when I was growing up, too. It was, it was the police in Genesis. So, And then I moved on. And then, of course, Zeppelin and uh, Sabbath. Yeah. And then I was at the crossroads. I, I picked uh, Zeppelin over Sabbath. But I, I discovered both those bands at the same time. Liked them, but I definitely went all in with Zeppelin. You went out, yeah. And then speaking of songs that weren't on albums, I think we talked about this, Vic. The hey, hey, what can oh. I do? Hey, hey, what yeah. can I do? I got a woman on a ball all day. And then I remember thinking, why the fuck didn't they put this on an album? Just to tease us. What That's the why? fuck? Just because they're being quirky and weird. And th- I think when I was going through my music stage, I was trying to explain to people, this is how great this band is, man. They got this song, <laughs> hey, what can man. I do? They don't even, they don't even have it. They don't even care. They didn't even put it on an album. <laughs> they have so many great songs, I man. Know. I know. <laughs> I remember it was on a, a compilation um, CD when I was at CMF. I, it was something called, uh, the vault was in the title. Maybe some of that really knows music. It could help me out. And this was something that I, I don't even think you could buy, but they sent it to a whole bunch of radio stations, and it was all these obscure songs oh, that were never on albums. That's good stuff. And, man, this was like gold. Yeah. This was like gold if you were into music. No, I know. And Hey, Hey, What Could I Do was on that thing. I'm trying to remember what other songs were on that. The uh, Foxworthy uh, used to, we were always, when we would do all the morning radio to promote the comedy club appearances, you'd always try to get in the prize closet and right. get something. And that was what you were looking for, something that was just created that you even you couldn't get out and public. It was yeah. easy to go in there and go, give me this, give me this, give me sure. this, and just not buy it at the record store. But every now and then, like you said, there'd be some sort of 10 VHS fucking tape series, something about the history of rock and roll or something they created something. just as a really cool promo. And you're like, oh, fuck, give me that. Yeah. Right. You, you know, yeah. My friend still has a, uh, he's got a Homer Simpson bong. They fucking, I get it from my radio days. They did. They, they actually sent out I like 20 or 30 of them. Because they would come up with all this stuff to, so you would play their music so they right. would always you know find all sorts of swag well what we would do is we would take all the promo they were called promos right yeah exactly promos me and uh well me and one of the guys at uh, cmf up there in rochester would go to all the local you know record stores and and he had a deal with the guys. Yeah, of course. And boy, did we make pocket money. Well, yeah, why and I, not? <laughs> and I took my taste because I was making $10,000 no, a year. Exactly. Right. 8500 <laughs> and, and just like you and the bookie, because I, I did the ride-along with the music. It was the music director up there. Uh, I took the ride-along with him. He gave me a little taste because he knew how bad I was doing at the station. And he had a whole income coming in, man. Oh, sure. Because the record companies, they would... They would give you multiple copies of the stuff. Yeah, all right. The radio station needs one or two. You, you want one for your collection. And then the rest, you would put in a box. And when you had enough of this stuff, you would go to the local uh, record oh, yeah. stores and, and get cash. No, I told you, I've told you before. Cash in hand. And that was an old Foxworthy. That Foxworthy told me years ago. He's like, dude, they just opened up the prize call and left me by myself. Wow. So he pulled out two for him and a friend and then 25 more copies right. of something that he could go sell later because right. we were making $3 a week at the chuckle hut i was i was the king chuckle hut. <laughs> i was the king in rochester and i'll tell you why i was just a weekend jock i was i was a nobody but on the weekends that's when they gave all the fucking prizes away and the concert tickets mm-hmm. 
Most radio stations would save it for the weekend to keep the weekend listening. Oh, totally, going. yeah, absolutely. So all my fucking friends were going to all the shows, man. I, uh, I was a spick dishwasher. Really? <laughs> so well, no, no promos down in that basement. But look bro. at you now. Look at me now. Look at you now. <laughs> I'm, a I'm sure you got a lot of good food. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not the same. I don't get. Yeah, home but you could bring home a twenty gallon. Say, yes, it is the same. Uh, right. thing of spaghetti sauce. <laughs> you only, who the fuck wants that? You didn't have pothead friends who were hungry. No. Seriously? No, because they'll fucking get you in trouble. Pothead friends will get you in they're trouble. They're like meth heads with food. No, man. they're Lurking not. The Pothead friends never got you in trouble. <laughs> no. What is wrong with right. you? For falling asleep somewhere, maybe, Bro. but that's about pothead it. Pothead friends, my, my pothead friends Coke, are all degenerates. Coke thought, friends yes. got you in trouble. No, not very, because they're spooked in their, their living room. They ain't coming out. Um, <laughs> they're looking out the window. Wow. Traffic he, chopper. They all go inside. He just might have won the argument. He's flipping yeah. it. No, that's what I I'm saying. He might have just flipped that I'm shit. telling you. Coke guys are all spooked out. You call them up, dude, dude, just hang up the phone, the cops are coming. Like, they're fine. <laughs> Potheads are like, dude, when are you working, man? I love those raviolis. They get you trouble. I'm I, leaning this way now. Uh, Potheads are a you're piece of me, shit. You're making me back pedal on this point. I, I think you might be right. Cokeheads don't uh, eat. They don't do anything. Uh, oh, there he is right there. Yeah, where the are cane. you, Mike? You there? Yeah, I'm in Canada. All right, what's up? Boo! Moo? Moo? Moo or boo? I don't know. Moo? Was that a moo or a boo? And why are you hanging up on me there, sir? Do you want to bring Dennis Falcone in for a second? All right, bring him in for one second. Either he didn't like what we were saying or he... See, my friend... Bu well, I, I could say Buzzy, even though he, he wants to go by the, his real name, Jeff. He goes, can I be caller uh, 103 again? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Because he, he would rig it for your dude, friend. He got you all went the totally, tickets. Of course Because I was going with him. Yes, I know. I knew a guy, the same thing. He he gave away a trip to Jamaica. Oh, yeah. He he rigged the Jamaica vacation oh, yeah. for his best buddy in a city in, I, let's, I say, the, let's say, southeastern Ohio. I officially <laughs> didn't have the balls to give away the like the big ones. Like, you, you know. That the, was the biggest one the he ever did. is going to go yeah. see you two in Ireland. I, yeah. I left that shit alone. But if it was a local show, I'm like, yeah. fuck it. He still brags to me to this day. And I still see the friend that got to take the Jamaican trip. We still laugh. Remember when this dumb dick made right. me call the shit? <laughs> so, Sunday morning at like 1130. Nobody's listening. Yeah. Let's send my buddy Bruce to Jamaica. Hey, Eric, was that guy saying boo or moo? He said boo. Right. Oh, that's not like the fuck. show. Fuck, he doesn't like us. Oh, well. Bitch. Turn uh, the channel. Now, if you or any member of your family has won anything in the past 30 days, please give someone else a chance <laughs> to win. Maybe this is why he was booing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, now I, I'm with Mike in Canada now. Where are you hanging, Mike? I'm with you now. Let's go get a Molson. A Molson ice. I got this cool ebony and ivory 12-inch. It was white, and it was never available for sale. No, I, got I believe him. Yeah. So I was a music jock for a little bit. Yeah. And that's all you have been. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> oh, man. The, you got blood on my shirt on that one. That's okay. It's true. I've never been. I was going to say, he's not even upset about that. No, he he should even, be. He's not upset you at all. You should be, Dennis. He's not upset one And actually, you got a good personality, and, and people think I, I don't like you. That's not true. But you were probably yeah. the guy that actually counted the phone calls when yeah. you had to come up with 103, right? Yeah, I didn't want to get uh, caught. Dude, <laughs> see? I maybe made it. We have I, 10 listen lines. to E laughing. You can hear E laughing. Eric knows, too. Eric I had to do that, too. Yeah. But I would I would get to maybe like seven and I'm like oh. what the fuck no one's no one's keeping track of this so the eighth caller would be the hundredth caller so and I move on to other things was. I worked all the way down the dial at 107 so I had to it couldn't go anymore we can't be channel 88 yeah. you know thank God you could sweep two records because you couldn't do that OP Radio Chicago, on this date 32 years ago hmm. Michael Jordan started his NBA career oh, 32 really? years ago wow wow. 
You know, yeah. I remember when he went down the minor leagues to play baseball. Birmingham Barons. <laughs> Birmingham Barons, the Chicago White Sox affiliate. That's how Terry Francona got his management. Um, Francona, the manager of the Indians. Tito. Was, uh, was, was Jordan's manager in AA Birmingham, Alabama. And when he first was being considered to move it on up the ladder and become a big league manager, it was yeah. Jordan that said, hey, this dude is awesome. He knows he his shit. He's high. He knows his shit. Give him a chance. And I'm not saying Jordan helped him, but he right. that, that didn't, that grieved the wheels a little bit yeah. if Michael Jordan's going to bat for you early in and, your career. And the 30 for 30 on uh, Jordan and the bus he bought for... Yeah, he bought the bus for the team. That's right. a great 30 for 30. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's really, really cool. I think cool. we talked about that as well on the show. I, I always wondered what happened to the bus because you know they didn't replace that bus. The next they year, still right? They, they still have yeah, that it's probably bus. You still know they're still... Day. They got a mechanic that is trying to keep that <laughs> fucking thing running. <laughs> <laughs> that was a one and done for that... Uh, what was it? Double A? Yeah, Double A Birmingham. Yeah. yeah, they're and not Ron, just getting Ron, brand new buses for Ron Shelton uh, that did uh, Bull Durham yeah. directed that 30 for 30. The yeah. famous director, he did uh, Blade. What was the name of that 30 for 30 again? Jordan Rides the Bus. That's right. Jordan Rides the Bus. Hey, that's uh, that's a good one. Uh, what, what was he going to say about prizes? One guy who uh, he passed out, right, in the WPLJ contest. That's a radio station in New York, if you're not familiar with the uh, station. No one cares. Yeah. And he passed out in, in the vault, right, getting the money. or It was like uh, the money grab. When I was over there, they used to do this thing called the Million Dollar Bank Run, where the morning show would uh, tease how, how to qualify for, like, months. Yeah. And then they would have the big event. It was live on, uh, I think, on Good Morning America or mm -hmm. ABC, right? Yeah. And the person wore a jumpsuit with no pockets or anything. And they, uh, whatever the amount of time that they won, like a minute, two minutes, they could, uh, st from this starting point, they run down the carpet into a bank vault. Okay. Grab as much money as you can, run back, put it into the thing, and you keep doing that until the time runs out. And then you got to keep wow. whatever was officially in your bin. Wow. There. Yeah. But one year they did it, and uh, the guy was not in the best of shape shape no and it was wearing the jumpsuit and he passed out in the yeah. middle of it right yeah. on tv he just falls over just like, uh, so what how it, do was, you... it was a chase i think it was a chase yeah. bank that we used to do it at. how do you riff that if he falls over uh well i guess the contest is done let's <laughs> go to the it? bin and see what the total is and then go to commercial wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm learning a lot today. Nick, so my uh, my friend you know, Buzzy wrote yeah. back again. To. Yes, okay. So I was the radio guy. He yep. was the TV guy. Yep. And we were roommates. Oh, nice. And, and now he's admitting. He goes, I sent Neil. I'm not going to say their last names. Good friends of right. mine. I sent Neil and Bruce to Goofy Games with Frank Wright. Who <laughs> <laughs> was the backup quarterback yeah, of, the, the of the Bills back yeah. in the day. And then he goes, I, I mean, I drew their lucky postcard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure we could. I'm sure there's a million of these across America no where people were manipulating the wink wink I'm going to win something. Oh yeah. They put me in a in a plane, a prop plane. They wanted to try me out as a traffic reporter sure. and I threw up. Oh really? Yeah. My friend in Lexington, Kentucky, was in the plane doing the news, and they had to emergency land in the middle of the median in the highway. Wow! And, and yeah, and then the, and then the news showed up and was covering it on the television news right. that the radio news plane had to land because of malfunction. That yeah. happened in New York. A, a news reporter was uh, a traffic reporter, and a helicopter uh, plane went down. Jane Dornacker on WNBC, right into the Hudson River. It was live too. Hudson or East River survived? No, died. My dude survived. She died. 
died uh, yeah. alive on yeah. TV. Yeah, oh. I think it was the Potomac. Yeah, there's audio of it, actually. We, we've played it over the years. Ooh, ouch. Oh, shit. That's oh. awesome. Yeah, is it as good as the audio of uh, the grizzly man getting eaten by the grizzly bear? That's my favorite. That's one of the best ones. That guy ever. had it coming. I know. Bless his poor girlfriend. That's the only bad part about yeah, that. Right? You know, But yeah, he did have it coming. It's yeah, a, idiotic. You know why he had it coming, right? Because he wasn't a grizzly man. No. <laughs> no. He was, well, why did he have it coming? He had it coming uh, because Chicago. he got cocky. He, he understood the grizzly bears. Yes. But then he pushed it and decided to hang around when the brown bears came in, which ah. were way more aggressive. Yes. And uh, and that's pretty much why he ended up dying. Ah, I forgot about he that. He kind of understood the grizzly bears, but not so much the brown bears. That's still one of my favorite And the brown bears were more desperate because the weather was changing. Maybe a grizzly bear will leave you alone because they see some something else they can eat. But right. the brown bears with nothing else around, now they're going to get a little more aggressive uh, aggressive toward humans. I always thought you that. think that's when the problem started? The problem started that you tried to make a career out of fucking hanging out with bears. Yeah. I, that's why I'm with you. He did fine, though, forever. But yeah, then he was dead. like, I got to pump it up to the next level. Well, so right. I'm going to hang out now. He usually got out of there when when the weather was changing. And he, I, I, if I remember the documentary correctly, and then one one season he's like, you know what, I'm going to stay a little longer than I usually do. And that's when the brown bears moved. I in. think you're right. Look it I'm up, pretty man. Sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right on this. But Look that's it still, up. Still one of the greatest. It always reminds me of there was a far side where, um, like the polar bears, he's uh, he's reached inside the igloo and he's looking at his polar bear friend. And he goes, once you get past the crunchy outside, the inside's soft and chewy. <laughs> <laughs> And, I always, and the minute I saw Grizzly Man, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. It's the far side. Come to life. Sure. That was the Bugs Bunny cartoon. Remember? Play Dead. He won't bother you. The, the, he was laying down. Oh, no, you, I don't, I don't he was telling Fudd, and the mm. bear comes out. He starts sniffing him. Right. And he said, you know, play Dead. He won't bother you. So he was just laying there, and the bear, I guess, smelled him, and he ran away because he stunk. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever take your kids to Disney World, see the country bears? Get out. That's, that's, yes. that's funny. Country bear jamboree. <laughs> yeah, country bear jamboree at Disney World. Get out. I like that. What's your favorite uh, attraction? Get out! I like the tiki birds. Get out! All right, I was on and now I'm gone. Take your tater tots and get the fuck out of here. If you guys Dude, want Dennis back, bang. I'll bring him back. No, nah, we're good. Okay, no. good. All right. I hate him. <laughs> so you can just say it was all me. I like him. I fucking hate so him. I'll, I'll play the I'll play the devil's advocate. His head makes me nervous. It's, it's the wrong size. It's a tiny size. little head. It's a tiny De- little head. Zika, a little Zeke head. It's a little well, snake uh, head. Chris Stefano kills him on his little <laughs> oh, head. Oh, my God. We came up with a new one yesterday. Uh, we think he looks like Mr. Mackey. <laughs> oh, from South Park. Yeah, we got to put glasses uh, on him. Uh, put glasses on him. I think it's pretty close. That's what he should do for Halloween. Dress as Mr. Mackey. <laughs> you found the what? The, I you guys moved past, but I found the bank run stuff. I just oh, here it is. To Audio? Uh, it, I mean, video. It's the news clip of or after the guy yeah. collapsed. All right, we'll uh, yeah, we'll tweet it out. It's uh, Opie Radio on Twitter. Right it's Opie Show on Twitter, and also Vic Henley on Twitter. Vic at, is, at Vic Henley. At Vic Henley. Vic is starting to tweet more. Maybe and more these once days. every three or four days. I know. I, I, don't, I, wanted I don't blame you. To, I wanted to jump on there. It was a big weekend because Auburn beat the piss out of Arkansas, and people are always asking me stuff. But then I get, then I went to Lenny Marcus's wedding, and then everything went downhill after that. How was it? It was amazing. That's what I heard. It was absolutely goddamn amazing. It was so good. Uh, the food. They, they had a porterhouse carving station. Holy shit. So that, that, that's all you need to say. Drop the microphone. That's a lot out. of money. Yeah. That, that is a lot of fucking money. And I just kept randomly walking through. Every but it was time all the they same were, temperature, right? It was all medium rare. They no, can't. they did. He was doing. They had two. They 
they had they had one a little more well done, and then ninety percent of them were the medium yeah, yeah. rare. And it was, and I just kept. Walk- was it a real porterhouse it, or was yes, it like it, fucking no, bullshit prime it was rib? A fucking porterhouse. You should have sent me a picture. I would have gave you the thumbs up. It or was down. I, I told when I sent <laughs> you're taking this very seriously. <laughs> oh, I hate that shit well, when they start lying. Well, Bobby Kelly went to the tasting. Was the funny part? Of That's, course he did. Well, he did. He but who? Sorry, Bobby. But he's he's there. <laughs> Sorry, we were Bobby. laughing. We were laughing at the wedding because he he Lenny's there with his bride and her whole family and then and they they don't know Bobby's coming and Bobby's in sweatpants and they're at this country club right. in New Jersey shit out. and they're like and Bobby's ooh no we have to ooh this yeah. and this and that and the other and so every time I got a bite of something delicious I kept running over to Bobby at the wedding I'm like great joy <laughs> <laughs> this is so good because like to, for it to be a porterhouse you would need a fucking bandsaw to cut it just well he had he had a yeah exactly they had a tur- they're under full investigation and, I need all the information and nobody's touching the turkey next to it which looked delicious right? it looked like an amazingly perfectly See, cooked a, turkey. That was a bad choice. If you but, got the porterhouse, you you blow off the turkey. Yeah, but, why do you need that? They, they, they he just went, oversold them. He right. went big with everything. He went. So it was, did he marry rich? He had to marry rich. I, I don't, don't think know. Lenny's got that type of money she's for a, a porterhouse cutting station. She's an accountant. Carving station. But I don't know, man. Her parents might have money, I, but it was goddamn delicious. And Bobby should do that as a uh, full-time. Oh, you could hire him. He should be a, yes. an official taster for consultant. your function. Yes, wedding consultant. I can think of nobody better. Bobby likes it, your people are going to love it. I know, and I kept running around telling everybody, I'm like, he was at the tasting. And after right. like the 800th time, he's like, shut the fuck up. Why, <laughs> wow. why are you telling people this? I'm like, because it's cool. Because right. I've never known one person. That, by the way, I'm just bringing my friend to the tasting. Nobody allows that. The bride will usually kibosh that or her family. Right. And uh, the fact that, it, you know, they feel like, no, if we really want an expert on this, bring him in here. Bring him and, in. Man, it was so good. All right. We got the bank run. Uh, oh, yeah. Bank, no, run bank run of uh, WPLJ. We were just talking about this a few minutes back. Uh, we'll tweet out the video. It was 1999. And it's all money he doesn't qualify for because it's not in the bin. So he can't keep so it. So when he's dropped dude, everything, I want a t-shirt it's on that. That's it. Oh, yeah. my God. That's a good t-shirt. I didn't mean to laugh that hard, but fuck. Fucking greed will get you. Look at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Seven deadlies, baby. <laughs> Victor Navargic had five minutes to grab as much money as possible out of a bank vault. He's in passed the fuck out. Four yep. minutes into the run, he fainted from a he combination gone to of Duncan or something. And excitement. Navarjic is fine tonight. WPLJ has agreed to give him one hundred thousand dollars. Look at this fat monster. monster. Who is that? Grabbed anyway. Oh, they're oh saying they gave they, him the money. They, said, oh, they gave him a hundred grand. Is what she Radio just said. Radio stations aren't that nice. I think that was that so was he like sue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, gotta they be. gave him a flat figure. It's right. it's, it's appealing. A hundred thousand, you know, round number. Right. You sign this piece of paper, and then Eric. you can't sue. Uh, I agree. You can't sue ABC because I bet you somewhere in the fine print that you know this guy could have went to a lawyer, and the lawyer's like, "All right, oh, here, got right, him. the fuck here, bro. We got him. <laughs> they did bro. not preserve so your PLJ safety." So PLJ is like, "Look, let's calm down, everybody. We're gonna." give you the hundred thousand dollars sure okay all right yeah that, i can go back to because radio stations are not nice eric knows no 
They're never nice. No, they're, they're still not. If they could screw you, the listener, the prize right. pigs, no problem. They'll Some, do it every time. Someone slapped me in the face outside 10 minutes ago here today. That's how mean they are still. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I kind of believe it. I saw Cousin Brucey and, uh, and, and Kid Kelly outside, and I really wanted to stop for a second and just grab both their hair pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck, it's your goodbye party. But well, I'm fine. I don't care. I don't work here anyway. Falcone said he worked with Cousin Brucey all the time back in the day. And right. Falcone used to go, you know, I got a friend that's a rug cleaner if you want to ever get that wow. taken care of. And he said Cousin Brucey would hit him in the balls every time he said it to him. Look, it's a different game in afternoons. We were trying to get Bon Jovi in here two days ago. Right. I got $200. You grab Cousin Brucey's fucking hair piece. <laughs> You do one loop, one loop, you know the loop, on this floor, one fucking loop, you get $200. You have to fucking run it, run with it in the air. So so this isn't some dumb thing. Brucey's very nice. If I grab it, though, how much trouble am I going to get into? You probably won't be able to do radio with me anymore, but you'll have $200. That's about the same. We had we had <laughs> we had a similar bet about five years ago. They wrote a book about the comic strip in New York, and and about five years ago, me and another guy, Kevin Flynn, we had nine hundred dollars in the kitty. Yeah. If you would go over there and take the book from them, and then after they signed it for you, and then hit the dude in the face with the book, we had it up to nine hundred dollars. And would do it, and no one would take it. No yeah. one. Would. We were laying it on the table, mocking them, and they were like, "We'll never get to work here again." We're like, That's "Who cares? Who cares?" Yeah, you got to do fight. it. You will be a legend in comedy. All the clubs in New York City will hire you. You just got rid of one of them. There's still a left. That's a left. story they'll tell long yeah. after you're gone. You know, I, we, me and Flynn were calling them all. They're like, you don't have a hair on your right. ass not to take nine hundred dollars right. and hit this some bitch in the face with this book. Fuck having your friends talk about that HBO special no. you did back in the day. That's a story when, right, exactly. that people will be telling forever. Uh, here's that WNBC traffic helicopter crash that we mentioned. Too. Oh, I want to see this. It's just. Uh, I think it's just audio. I think Do it was you hear on the radio. A guy? Oh, dude, it's not good. Yeah, because it was the. I think it was the radio. I believe it's the oh, radio. Fuck, this is not good. Mayo. Run yeah. that shit. What year was this? I was eighty three, four somewhere. In yeah, there. I was a eighty six. Eighty six. Oh, I was. Uh, I three years off. Not bad. In eighty six, I was uh, losing my virginity to Abigail. <laughs> 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 That's about right. So while she's uh, plummeting into a river. I'm getting it in. You were you were plummeting. All right, let me <laughs> let's play let's play this. Now uh, heading through New Jersey, the outbound Lincoln Tunnel looks a lot better for you in New Jersey. Get the water! Get the water! Get the water! Yep. Ooh. Yeah, that's not good. Ouch. Fuck, man. Why okay, we're going to play, play some uh, some music here, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. What's going on with helicopters? That's Falcone right, right there. Something <laughs> happening. It's uh, quarter of five, 16 till five on WNBC. I'm the oh, Joey Reynolds Show. We're taking an helicopter report from Jane Darnacker. Oh, play some music. Check in, see how they're doing there. Yeah. And we'll come right that was, back that, 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 that was a letdown. No, I thought I was going to hear uh, groaning or something. Like no, nothing. no. You, you uh, hit the water, hit the water. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, we're going to play some music. Uh, here's Neil Young down by the river. Uh, <laughs> How's the water, Ma? Right. Right. Uh, we're going uh, to play some music. Uh, I thought I was going to hear her how about like, you dying. Just, how about you go, holy fuck, yeah. did she just die? Exactly. I think no one yeah. would fault you if you just how had about a, a moment, moment of silence right. while we just figure out right. what the fuck happened right. here. Certainly. Here's a uh, uh, talking heads uh, to, to take you to the river. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I don't know. I think she'd want it this way. 
the fuck? That's funny shit. Oh my god. I'm still I'm still on the Neil. You said Neil Young first, now I've got that in my head forever. Is that a great song? I love Neil. Sing it sweet Down Neil. Can't go wrong. I shot my baby. Uh, I never realized how much Opie hates radio. <laughs> like on the way to Always. radio works. I don't think I was supposed to do this this fucking long. I got stuck. I got stuck. I got a good life. Because then they yell at me. I know I have a good life. Oh, you've got, you but know, it's a yeah. dumb business. It's really stupid. It looks really weird. It's really dumb. It's, it's odd. You know, Vic has it's, done probably as much radio as I have some of my dear, Some of my dearest friends are lifelong people like him that have done this. And it, I don't know. I think it's worse than comedy. Oh, yeah. Because you get to, you get to put the corporate shittiness into it. Right. Comedy is just plain old regular shittiness. Right. Now you take plain old regular showbiz shittiness, throw in a little corporate structure with that. Now you have the ultimate turd right. <laughs> <laughs> of all time. <laughs> so, and depending yeah. on how it ends, they try to make sure that you can't work at other places. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. So you, you don't even get that in yeah. comedy. You're not even okay. allowed to be miserable somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 Now, I'll open a restaurant for you guys if you want. <laughs> Let's open a restaurant. Opie and Vicks. Really? Yeah. Opie and Vicks. I've already, got a, meet, I've already got a meat truck going. I'm, i got to focus on that. Now, those don't make money. I'll make you money. No, no, no. no uh, the comic. Kevin Brennan thinks I have a meat truck. I'm just perpetuating oh, that oh. myth. But I was, I was joking on here, so then I just started rolling with it. But what's a fucking meat truck? Like, it's, you just sell meat? Like a barbecue. Like, I oh, have a, okay. like I've I got, got a portable barbecue. I've got a food truck, but mine's all barbecue. And I went into great detail talking about yard bird and beer can. And all this stuff. We, could, we could do like a comic rehab thing, like I'll help you guys start a little business and stuff, make so, some money. Might be the right. food truck business is uh, garbage, overexposed now. Right? Oh, it's over. See, really? Yeah. Don't do it. Once it Don't turns, do in, it. once it turns into a game show on the Food Network, you've already they're missed. lined up outside this the building every truck, day. Yeah, but they're not making money. It's a, it's a it's nightmare. There's like five or six outside this building every day. Yeah. You got to be a brick and mortar to make money. Really? The the food man knows the, those little food trucks. Those people are the same as those assholes that say, I want to retire and open a bed and breakfast, and they fucking burn through the whole family's money yep. and die. Are right. you having a tough time getting uh, employees? I'm the worst. This is the worst year I've ever had. You're the restaurant business. They're having a tough time, man. Everybody is a tornado of shit. I'm yeah. good at garbage. I can do garbage. You can start Dude, me out You low can't find chain. people to work, bro. I mean, the government, you're like at 480 now with welfare and everything. You're at 480 a month. I'm giving you 550. No one's coming to work. Pay me off the books and I'll oh, just do trash. It's, it's cheaper to be poor now. I'll be like Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. I have recently been put in charge of garbage. Oh, man. I'd love to find <laughs> that real one, like, dude, to come and I'll do it. I would work. Oh, and my God. We haven't really uh, talked real yet today, but then Obamacare went up, what, 22%? Dude. It's going up 22 fucking percent. It's crushing us. Holy shit. And, by the way, i got to say it. I think Trump might win this election. He's going to win. Are you switching back? I, 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 I don't know. It, it's starting to feel fucked up out there again. Nah. He's going to win. I don't know. He's going to win. You I, think so? Hillary I, Clinton's going to pass out on national TV. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, she should never. She should just stay home. That's how I'm going. I don't, know, I don't, have, any scientific, I don't have any scientific shit. Sure. What I'm thinking is she passed out September 11th. Right? Yeah. In New York. Yeah, yeah. All it has to do is happen one more time. Well, I was, yeah, we've all said that. Yeah. That's all I think. That's I don't know about a, polls. The polls that's why they had to sense. dig up that tape of Trump. They wow. had that they had that tape for a while. They had to have. And it Bro, that thing came. had mold. It was sitting on it so long. They had that. Since they were day like, one. when do we release this thing? I was watching John Oliver a couple of weeks back, and he nails it every week, by the way. Great. He just He's fucking great. nails it every goddamn week. It's a completely amazing. He did a whole, uh, if you really want these other third party and fourth party candidates. So he, he started digging deep on Gary Johnson and Jill Stein. And he really showed you how, even though it's attractive and it's kind of cool for a second, there's a reason they are the third and fourth choices. Once you get past the 
the soundbite, they're probably not qualified. You really wouldn't vote for them on their policies right. a lot because they kind of, if you really listen to the third and fourth parties, don't know what the fuck they're talking about did sometimes. You, did you hear Newt Gingrich fucking lightsaber Megyn Kelly yes. yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. You, well, know, what the, you know, says the dude, and then everybody fires back on him. like, you gave your dude, he won, I'm papers. sorry. He won. Yeah, he but, won that, that, every, that exchange with but, her. He beat her. But then they dig up the fact that he gave his wife divorce papers while she was laying in the hospital bed with cancer. That's so That's, that's where, the best time to do it, though. So, You're going to get it done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's wrong with the, for being efficient? So, no, I, my favorite. If you're going to make it hurt, you might as well make it hurt. Obviously, you're divorcing her. Fucking, you stick it deep then. That's when you do it. My favorite new thing is, I think, and I hope I'm right, but I think Ben Jones played Cooter on the Dukes of Hazard. Okay? And he, he was a congressman yeah. from yes. Georgia. Yes, he and was. I, and I believe Newt is who beat him to become Newt. Oh, no kidding. I think Newt beat Cooter. <laughs> Newt's been beating Cooter in D.C. for years. Bro. He's a machine. How, how great is that? Newt versus Cooter. That's, that's been my whole at the War Memorial <laughs> this weekend. Sunday, the best, Sunday. The best mechanic in Hazard right. County. <laughs> Newt versus Cooter. But I, yeah, I, I don't know if that's correct. And I, I, I haven't I'm, thought of Cooter in a long time. I, but I think he that's was, who. He was, a, he was a mechanical ace. He was fabulous. Mm-hmm. But I think, and, and a congressman. I mean, I think of Cooter. We but had Cooter and Ben Jones Cooter. Well, we had Cooter and then you had Gopher from the Love Boat. Fred Grandy, Fred Grandy was, was, was a, a congressman, congressman from Iowa, I think, and then Ben Jones was a congressman from Georgia. So you had Gopher and Cooter. Yeah. I hope at the same time in Congress that would be too goddamn. And maybe good. little Sonny Bono uh, throw him in there. <laughs> Even better. Throw him in there. He was <laughs> he was down there in Washington and then he dies and then they just give it to his wife. So yeah. How, They've done that up. before though. That's always that's happened that's before. Really weird. Frequently the widow steps in when somebody gets yeah. killed. When we uh we gotta take a break. I'll start. Uh I'm pushing for a hundred thousand subscribers on my YouTube channel. We're really putting up a lot of videos. The Ben Kreischer stuff was just Bert, he's funny dude. Did I say Bert ben? Yeah, you I got ben. ben Jones on my mind. Bert Kreischer, of course. Uh, there's some funny, funny, funny videos up there. Him shirtless playing Bon Jovi, and then we we twist that video, and there's a nice little little uh, comedy spin on that video. And then we got him crying as he's watching uh, uh, Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, Did all... you see this video no, yet? No, no, Oh, can we just play it real fast for Vic? <laughs> I like. He's out of his mind. Bert is it's, out of his mind in the best way possible. Yeah, I mean that. I love it. it still works on the radio, but you got to see the video. He he warned me. He's like, don't do it. I'm going to get sad. Don't fucking do it. Right. So, uh, hit play and put it on the big screen, please. <laughs> wow, you're already <laughs> crying. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at him. He's holding it. <laughs> He's already losing it. Daddy? Oh, yeah. Daddy, yeah. I knew it, too. I knew it. Oh, yeah. This is rough. This is a tough tough thing to watch, I won't lie. Wow. Sherrod. That's amazing. But Sherrod doesn't want to deal with real emotions. You hear him? Yeah, man, that's rough. That's rough. Look at him. Yeah. That's not fake. No. And and he told me after the show that he was was trying to hold it in. Oh, that's his trying trying to hold hold it in. I'm going to ask you guys. Tell Mommy's here. Tell me to come. Let's go. How old was the kids when he died? Tell me the story. Shut up. Oh, <laughs> then he tells me to shut up. I'm, I'm right. trying to like do something with this. And he was crying. Oh, my God. He was crying so hard. I, I said this yesterday on the show because Bert came uh, back in. I go, I want to make fun of him and start laughing my ass off. But I was I was kind of scared that he would take it the wrong way. I don't know. Because he was having a real fucking moment. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Right. I'm trying to think. Whoa, I, I don't. I don't know if I have that in me. He's incredible. I'm sure there's something cheesy. There's certain songs if you start playing them, I'll start crying in a second. It's I good. mean, that's that's Wait, a which, hard movie to watch. Which song? I don't know why. No, it's. I mean, at a certain moment. Any song can. Right. I'll be choking and whimpering for some bizarre reason because yeah. it'll take me to a certain spot where I remember. There's, there's a couple songs from my wedding that uh, yeah. when I hear them, I get a little choked up because uh, it brings me right back to you know my wedding and how sure. I get so that with Julio over the top happy I was. <laughs> Julio Iglesias gets really me. yeah. Not was as in I'm not happy anymore, no, but I was at the time when I got married eight years ago. Eight years ago already. Fuck. When's your anniversary? Uh, November. Oh, coming up. Yeah. What's the day? It's okay. Twenty second. Oh, that's Nikki's birthday. That's my girl's birthday. And, well, we look, I, will, I will remember to send you a happy anniversary. Because well, we look, in, we look more at the JFK thing. So, Oh, okay. All right. November 22nd. Is that the, really? I think, it, yeah, that's I the 23rd. Day. I don't know. Maybe. 22nd. I don't, I don't know. Right? Yeah, 22nd. Jeez, I, was, I should know this. November I was, 22nd. I was one. So, so I don't really remember. <laughs> Damn, Nick. <laughs> so I'm old, but I don't know. All old. right. We got to take a break. It Matt is 22nd. Cuban. You're right. 63. Uh, Matt Cuban, what do you got? Uh, Sundays, 8 o'clock, Food Network. I'm a judge. Right. I'm gonna. Co- I'm gonna start competing. On guys, guys, grocery game. I'm gonna start competing. I'm gonna start fucking lighting people up now. Do it. You'll see. Become like the Simon Cowell of guys' grocery game. No, no, no. I'm cooking again Dude. against the other judges. I, oh, oh, nice. Carl is gonna be a TV star. I'm yeah. telling you. I hope so. He's on his way already. Somebody's got to get famous and I'm help us. I'm telling you, fucking huge, like <laughs> Michael Jackson. Big. Carl is gonna <laughs> good. Carl is gonna pop. I'm I can't wait. You. I want to be his garbage man. I will come live in the plateau, or the plateau, the chateau. <laughs> Bro, I got a Spanish family. You know how much line you're gonna have to stand in That's to fine. be a garbage man. That's I got fine. sixty I got people ready. I got it. Fucking brewer. Loved you. Oh, I love him. Brewer's talking about you after that show we all did together. His like, wife came to the restaurant. Fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. Brewer wrote me back. Oh, I- you guys weren't here yesterday. He has the chicken pox. All right. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to eat some tater tots. We're going to continue with the Mad Cuban and Vic Henley. Opie Radio is back. I love this one. I loved when they went reggae. Loved it. Well, Regatta de Blanc is white reggae. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, exactly. I wanted to play uh, Genesis Illegal Aliens. Uh, my roommate came home uh, in college with this. You know, it was, you know, they, in the record store, they used to put up the album that they were playing in the store. They right. had a little pedestal thing near the front, right? And um, and it was the only one left. And he and the dude like didn't want to sell it to him because there was only one copy left in the store. And he conned the dude, and the dude's like, "It's already open, right?" And he's like, well, "Then give it to me for two dollars." <laughs> <laughs> and he actually walked in the apartment with this record and going, "This is the greatest fucking thing in the world." And is I'm like, "Yes, it, it is." It's all the way through. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember all the songs off this now. It's been a, it's been a bit, but. I was thinking about, uh, we had Phil Collins in earlier. I wanted to talk about Illegal Alien for like a second with, with, uh, Phil Collins. Genesis put this song out in 1983. I, I don't think you could do it now as a popular band. Right? Get yelled at. Yeah, look, look at the wig and. Well, I mean, and he's trying to dress like an illegal That's alien. That's what I'm saying. It's a, yeah, it's a. It... The wig doesn't help though. <laughs> <laughs> the wig does help. As an expert. <laughs> uh, the Cuban. You know, what I was trying to ask him about, you know, you, you get together as a band and you're all like trading songs that you're working on and this and that. And he he presents this to the band. I want to sing about illegal aliens. Well, you know. 
The tra- like tragi- strange. Tragically Caucasian white men, too. Yeah. You couldn't get three more whiter dudes uh, exactly. than these guys from England. But he's trying to look Mexican in the video. It's, and he's got, I, there's a little makeup, there's right. some bad hair. He <laughs> looks Mexican to me. <laughs> Same guy that don't they, all, don't they all look? <laughs> Sorry. Well, Ooh, you know, get right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. tater tot. Oh. Give or take. I think you know, choking. I don't want to no. fucking give you mouth-to-mouth the right thing. You're not going to ever do that. All right. <laughs> yeah, you'd rather die, right? <laughs> That's never going right, to happen. Good, right. What if you're dying, though? Oh, let I me know? die. Let okay, me die. Good. Yeah, All let right. me die. At least we have an understanding. No, I want to go right. out. So you're DNR. We don't yeah, touch do, do not resuscitate. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. All right. No. I'll do a Heimlich. I don't even need that. Just let me die. Let me die. If it's my time. Did I ever tell you? This is weird and a tangent, but... I know the Heimlich dude's son. I think you might have. Yeah, told I've said me. that before. The dude, the, 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 Re- refresh my memory. The, uh, Phil Heimlich is his son, and he's from Cincinnati. And his dad is the guy that invented the Heimlich. Did it make him rich or no? It's, I don't think he got any money for it. Fuck no. <laughs> so, but down through the years, I've run into Phil, and it's always funny when I see him. You know? How did the old man die? I don't know. I don't know that at all. I don't know how Doctor Heimlich originally died. Well, let's find out how he but, died. I, I guarantee <laughs> it wasn't a piece of steak. No, it can't be. It can't <laughs> be. I, I no. But I'm still now back to this. The video. Yeah. With the, the sombreros and the sarapes. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's... You it's like a regular Tuesday to me in that. <laughs> if you took this exact song, did it, right, and threw it on the internet, people would, would just go after you. It depends you. on who it would be. Like I said, they would you go could, after you. you could couldn't get, be white and do it. You know, you could get away with it, maybe. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, not this in... This in Carnation would right, work right. again, but so you were talking about the Megan Kelly. We should play the uh, the Dude, clip. Everyone's she talking got about lightsabered it. in half. You think? I think so. Let's see it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, she started TV. going to her like her. You know, she she was on the ropes. She started saying, "Sir," and whatever. Are you angry? She she got knocked well, Newt, out. Uh, you know. Newt doesn't play, man. Newt don't fuck around. He the doesn't good, fuck around. It, it, it doesn't He's matter. Got that those those far away dumb dumb eyes. Like well, you can, if you're any good politician, Republican or Democrat or whatever your party is, you should be able to be this mean, right? I think the the good ones are sharks. The yeah. all shucks. Oh, what's going on? That's oh, not a good Newt, politician. Newt looks like I'm fucking one of those Absolutely. angry guys at the country club. Yeah, fucked his steak up like just. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at the headline. Uh, Newt Gingrich explodes at Megyn Kelly for bias coverage on Trump's alleged sexual assaults. You are fascinated with sex. You crushed well, you know. All right, let's uh, take a look at this. He had a rough first debate. He took the bait on Alicia Machado. He stayed in that trap for a week. The Access Hollywood hmm. tape came out, which was not produced by Hillary Clinton. That was Trump. On camera, talking about grabbing women. Heard, look, I just heard you go through this with with with, with uh, Governor Pence. I get yeah. it. I know where you're coming from. Let come. me point out something to you. Sure. The three major networks spent 23 minutes attacking Donald Trump that night and 57 seconds on Hillary Clinton's secret speeches. You don't think this is a scale of bias worthy of Pravda and Izvestia? I mean, you want to know why Donald Trump's had a rough if time? Trump is a I mean, sexual uh, predator. That is. Could you pause? I, I believe that the media is biased, absolutely. But when you're handed that that tape, that Trump tape, oh. how do you not absolutely. spend a lot of fucking time sure. on that? Right? Because you you got advertisers and ratings well, and all that shit. That that's gold. You're, you're not going to just say, "Well, all right, we've done enough coverage of this. Let's move on to other things." Well, all the other stuff is regular crooked politician shit. Right? But then Somebody if you're the news g- just say you're a business. Then don't don't make believe you're like above it all and high and mighty. Right. Just be like we're in the news business. Sure. You know, no, like and try well, to get no. anything else, like a comedy channel or a Absolutely. cooking channel. And that's better news to, than this uh, news. I think you meant to say uh, entertainment. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We're in entertainment. We're, we're, we're not. We're not yeah. news. But more and more people are. 
understanding that's what all this shit's about. Mm. It's more entertainment than actual news. Well, when, you know, John Stewart turned the page there when he became, you know, a he viable. Was the news. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. on Comedy Central and he right. was a more viable than anybody else about. Did you see that presenting... show fall like a, like a safe off of a building fucking <laughs> when he left? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that can't feel good. That no. Trevor Noah dude just sitting there like. We've had, like he's a sweetheart of a guy, too. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. Gonna, he's funny. I'm going to back up uh, Vic, what Vic's saying. He was in here really funny, yep. very bright. Yes. But I thought it was a weird choice, too, because I think you want I, I think you want an American talking about like politics, right? Well, not, not necessarily, because all that audience went over to Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck, Eric, you you're right. Now, Craig, God, I'm losing fucking battles left and right I, today. The, the stage manager went over. I know the stage manager, and he left that show, and he's a great dude. Nah, you're yeah, right. You know, when, when Spinny jumped ship, then, you I'm, know, it's already... So now I lost the Coke versus marijuana battle with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost the American versus the the uh, foreigner. Today's your last day ever. Fuck! <laughs> lost. Losing. Trevor Noah sucks. Uh, he's so nice. He's a really good right, guy. Fine, man. He's a really good guy. Go play tennis with him, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I lost. I, I, I don't know. Stewart had something special. Dude, I tried oh. to watch it. Trevor, I was just like, you nah, kidding me, right? No. But do you remember there was Stewart a... Stewart had that thing like, pe people don't have this, any faith in the news or a particular channel right. or anchorman or a broadcaster anymore, but like Stewart was viewed as like, Looking at Cronkite and Dan Rather and yes, Tom for the millennials, yeah, yeah, he was like the last guy that they actually right. believed what he was saying and what he was reporting. Even yeah. though it was, you know, it was satire, people went to him to watch this stuff rather than watching the local news. He, he single-handedly shut down Crossfire. That was one of the greatest things ever. When he to, went over to, there. To just sit just there stop. calmly and just motherfuck <laughs> the living shit out of mm -hmm. these two screaming idiots is one of the greatest things in TV oh, in the past he, 20 I, years, I think. I don't agree with Stuart's yeah. politics, but I thought he was fantastic. Yes. You absolutely. couldn't stop watching. No, this, right, that is a classic of all yeah, time. That's, that's a long video but, but he uh, shut it down yeah we'll tweet it out if you've never seen john stewart on crossfire that is a, a great it's watch. the reason crossfire doesn't exist yes. anymore basically but, but you make a good point because there was a time like you know news on comedy central now we just go yeah that's what you know yeah. it's normal now Certainly. as you look back yeah, i think jimmy kimmel is the best thing ever on like he's funny as shit man some of the some of the, his set pieces are some of the yeah. best shit I've ever yeah. seen. He's some really of the crazy, good. wacky, offbeat things that like comes it. up with doing. And now that uh, Fallon, they you know they're <laughs> sweeping uh. them off the floor every night. Oh, with the last name like that, what do you think is going to happen, man? <laughs> well, they're calling they're calling him Jimmy Fallon today. Oh man, on it's the front Irish page of the paper, you didn't see this yet? No, no, no. These rumors have been out there for a while. Uh, Not even rumors really anymore because there's been enough stories in the press. But it started really coming out when he. Put his hand through the glass coffee table and, and almost severed his finger. Right. That's when these stories that people, I guess, already knew started to become public. Fucking people can't keep their fucking mouth nope. shut. I know. No. I'm so glad I'm not famous. You well, know, like, like think about like <laughs> Joe Namath, like Joe Namath and these guys, like the, the, the oh savagery sure. they used to do in New York oh. City. No one's like nothing. Yeah. Well, the, I've told it on here before. The NASCAR drivers used to stay in the only little hotel in our town two times a year when they'd come to town. And this is back in the day. And shit that you would be in jail for now. Yeah, dude. You're hearing it right and left. And it's just, and it's just that's old. Just, that's just boys I mean, going crazy. Yeah, no, that's just fucking, boys will be boys. Yeah. Murdering girls. Yes, like, just, exactly. It doesn't matter. Completely horrible. Now, nothing. You can't do anything. 
But so. Fallon, uh, yeah, he's drinking a little too much. It's on the front page of our paper today. NBC warns Tonight Show host to stop boozing. Wow. Is that a Guinness he's I holding guess it's in the picture? a bit out of control with Mr. Fallon. It says somewhere in there that he chipped a tooth trying to open a bottle with his oh, mouth yeah, or something. Got, there's a bunch of uh, Fallon stories out there now. Cut his hand on a bottle of Jägermeister and uh, trying to open medicine for his finger. He tried to open up a medicine bottle with his mouth to right. for take pain medication for the finger. Yeah. That and was then, last year, though. Like, what are they saying now that it hit the paper? I don't know. He's jealous of James Corden. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Who's that? That's the other ah, show. It's the stupid carpool, carpool karaoke. karaoke. That's yeah. unwatchable. That's it's bad if you and I are saying the same thing at the same time. That's unwatchable. <laughs> My wife watches that brain drain shit like that. It, uh, people love stuff like that. Oh, it's the dumbest the thing ever. You know, well, all that oh. stuff. The Kardashians. The real whores of Whoretown. There's like 19 the, of those same fucking shows. I like the Kardashians. I watch it. Yeah. They're I got, smoking. I got no problem for anything. Just because they're so hot. Yeah, yeah. they're just they're hot. Not, she's wa- not hot. They're you can not watch it. Dude, Vic. If, that, if Kim Kardashian starts hitting on you, you'd start No, lying. I would and not. You, you tell no. you, you invented the internet. No, I would not. Hell no. Uh-uh. I don't care that Raymond, Jay, RJ, I'm just on her titties. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. She's nasty. Really? As far as I'm concerned, yes. Yeah. That's nasty. I don't I care. Don't know, that's not, I don't Jeez. care. Fine, good, yay. Wait, I could care less. Wait, I know that's her nude, but are the other one, that's, re- that's, uh, that's is that know. real? Yeah. Those? All of those are with her big butt. Uh, hips, you know. are, hips are too fucking wide. Oh, she's fine, guys. Too fucking wide. You just fucking, <laughs> Do you, you watch that show it? to see Caitlyn Jenner's pecker fall out? <laughs> That was funny. She still has it. <laughs> there was no way. Are you looking for the pecker? No, I'm, not lie. Show? I'm not going to lie. Every time he's on, I'm looking for the pecker. Sure. You got to look for the pecker. Well, she likes it. That's why she didn't go all the way. She kept, she wanted to throw uh, some dick. I don't get Caitlin's an ugly chick, isn't she? It's a weird, weird I, thing. You know. It's a very strange thing. I've told all my friends is this is really, I, if you want to come to New York City, we can go over to 50th Street and 12th Avenue, and there's 11 Caitlyn Jenner standing over there right now. So and they don't have a Courage Award or a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. It's just a bullshit. New York, it's a New York thing. You had to give it to the basketball player with cancer. Everyone knows that. I can't believe they gave it to <laughs> the ESPY or whatever no, the hell right. it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, the can- yeah. a girl has cancer. Yeah, yeah. And playing one, hoops, and they're like, yeah. "Yeah, that wasn't good enough." No, Sorry, no, not good enough. Right. Uh, if we're sticking with politics, and you want funny, we got to play the Joe Biden clip. See, I'm getting caught up. I've been, I'm still recovering from Lenny's wedding. I've been missing out on the news. Oh, oh and Joe Biden God. said he's going to punch Trump. Yeah, two oh, seven, no, I don't two know this one either. Old guys want to no, fight. Trump will knock him out. I would love that. Would that be the greatest the pay greatest per view ever? I'll pay for it. Yes, right. I watch if, it. if we want to get the deficit down, let's just start doing that. If uh, Dana White was smart, he would yeah. sign these two up for the Madison Square Garden UFC. <laughs> what number is that again? Two hundred. Trump's got a lot of height and weight. Two hundred five. Right. I think you're right. I'd like to take him out. I love the Oh, this is great. It's very Southern. Two shit talkers. Two two privileged 70-year-old white dudes. What would you take? You you know, beating the piss out of each other. I don't even know if one of them could swing. But who would you take in that... Oh, I'd take Biden's Biden. Biden's confidence I'd take Biden. Me, so yeah, I'd Biden's... take Biden. He might go psycho on you. Biden's the kind of kid that, that gets knocked out first. You think? Yeah, big shit talker. You think? All right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. He's touching the grass quick. You think? All right. Really? Him or Trump, though? I don't. Who's going to take Trump, who? Trump's going to knock you out. Really? Yeah. I don't think you Trump's think? ever. I don't think Trump's yeah. like going to swing at anybody his entire life. Dude, Trump's like all hot. He's banging Melania he and stuff. He still feels by good. Stone Cold, Vic. What? He got stunned. That is true. Oh yeah. All right. That is true. I remember that. Yeah. So he's got that against him. Let's play, which is, uh, nice. which is nice. Which is nice. Very, okay, very good. What, 
let's play uh, Biden. But what he said he did and does is a textbook definition of sexual assault. And think, no, no, think about this. But it's more than that. He said, because I'm famous. They both have the same Because I'm a star. Because I'm a billionaire. I can do things other people can't. What a disgusting assertion (laughs) for anyone to make. He pauses. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would, if I was in that room, I'm sorry, I'm laughing at that point. Right. He's so over the top yeah. dramatic. No, no, it's, yeah, I love that delivery he does when he's, you know, talking about a family that lost a loved one or something. But when it comes to, like, you know, uh, a uh, playground fight, but let me tell it's you just something. hilarious. If Biden was running against Trump, Biden would fucking win the whole fucking thing. Uh, of course he would have. Because oh, he's yeah. like Trump light. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean? Yeah, you're right. You'd get a little bit of the best of both worlds. I agree. The, but the Democrats want this fucking cyborg lady to fucking do it. Oh, yeah. The Republicans fucked up. Anyone else would have had this thing wrapped up. No, they, the Hillary's media. so damaged, Dude, too. the media would have done this to everybody. Hillary is damaged as well. If the Republicans had, like. Uh, they got Romney. That guy's Lily White. That guy didn't ever. He never even I'm stole a fucking you. A piece of gum, and yeah. they got him. I'm the binder's full you. of women. Remember all that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got him. You. When the media got no if chance. Was, if it was Biden against Trump, this thing would have been long. It's a lock. That's what he just said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the other way, too, if they had a, a, a different candidate. Who, Cruz? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That Cuban would be fucking shark food in two seconds. Shit, I, I just lost another battle. God damn it. <laughs> well, they're out of... They're he, pulled out of the, he pulled a Ted Cruz on me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I can't argue that. Well, they're out of people. Fucking that's, Ted Cruz. That's, 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 more like Trump, a, that's how they ended up with Trump. Bro, I'm they're Cuban. Out of people. Listen, I'll give you the inside. Sure. I'm Cuban. I'm sitting in Miami with a bunch of Cubans, and Ted Cruz comes on and... All generations are all looking at him. What a fucking asshole! This guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we he only does. got two people in government. He right? doesn't represent us. And we're looking at him like, look at this fucking asshole! What a piece of shit this guy! Is. What a chode! What a fucking, what a fucking boy touching looking creepy penguin looking motherfucker! He is creepy. I was thinking more like maybe John Kasich. John, John Kasich, but, but just hot. Get Hillary. I Same respect shit. John Kasich because he's the he's no, the only one now at this point that is, that shut up. He hasn't said shit. I don't like John Kasich because he didn't like Fargo. So fuck him. Yeah, fuck John Kasich. <laughs> yeah. And he looks point alone. And he looks like you. a lesbian cafeteria. I don't care. You don't like Fargo. You lost me. And he also went after me and Anthony when he was filling in on Fox News. Oh, him. Of course. Day. By all means. I really? Singled y'all out. Oh, yeah, That's, he did. You, you want to see this? You reached a high level of annoyance if he's singling you out. John Kasich knows who we are. Hillary Clinton knows who we no are. No kidding. And, of course, Donald Trump knows who Does we Podesta are. Does Podesta know who you are? What? Podesta, the guy's that email <laughs> got cracked open like a fucking egg. <laughs> Oh no, man! We're all we're all over this election. This is great. Fucking Hillary used audio from this radio show to fucking uh, beat up Trump. Wow! And then our audio talking to Mister Trump has also been out. I there. remember some of that. Yes. Phil so. Collins knows me, and he fucking hates me. <laughs> well, he should have like picked another song. It's the only song I know. Studio. How about one more night? He probably would have said, "All right, man, you're cool." I think he was going to yell night. at me regardless. He could have said, "You can't hurry, love." Yeah, that would have. <laughs> he realized. Okay. I, he looked over. He's like, "Look at this fucking minority." Ah, that, that was so good. Yeah. 
I was. I don't he, care I think anymore. Were, Maybe yeah. just a slightly, you know, no more, no more, no more. <laughs> I don't like that song as much as no more. <laughs> I think you were reminding him of the illegal alien video, and it just took yeah, him to it's a like dark this place. Motherfuckers in that video. It's like that, he looked at you like, "Fuck, that's the look I was going for." God, God how did this fucking Paco nail that look? I, kn- I knew I should have <laughs> went goatee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Why don't we play the rest of the Joe Biden? Uh, Yeah, this is where he pauses. Oh, yeah. He paused for his applause. He knows he's killing. His his hair collar is like the color of piss. The press always asks me, don't I wish I were debating him? No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. That's him. <laughs> He's seventy. Still, He's seventy. I like it. <laughs> I, I love Joe Biden, and I don't even like really study his politics on these issues. I really don't. It's just like how he talks. Well, when you showed me, I didn't know when the, he shook Obama's hand and goes, "This is fucking great." No, this, uh, no, the I hell, know the exact quote. You know what goes, I'm saying? This is a big fucking deal. <laughs> so get, good. This is a big fucking no, deal. But I, the minute I saw that, I'm like, I would vote for you for anything yes. just based on that right. just based on that he, he yeah. had to have known that there was a lot of mike yeah. oh this is one of this my favorite so ladies um, play this really um, fast ladies and gentlemen the president of the united <laughs> states of america barack obama <laughs> <laughs> and so Obama, this, these were the days where Obama did not like him. No, he was yeah, he didn't know like, what to do with him. Like he the still... party put these two together. Yeah. Like, look, Obama, yeah. you're going to need an yeah. old white guy. Yep. But you know, now if you if you see Obama's body language and Biden's around, he fully enjoys the hell out yeah. of him. But in this clip, it shows like, ah, oh, fuck this guy. Well, he's he's going to get me in trouble. Yeah, he's only two years in. He yeah. doesn't know. This is a big fucking deal. I think uh, Biden gained some uh, some years back too. He looks he looks better now than from that clip. That's pretty well, old. He got out of it. He doesn't care. Well, because he's still in the bullpen. Because Hillary might die. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, it could happen. All right, here's Trump responding to what Biden said. Look at that camo hat. God, I love this. Dude. Are stupid people? This <laughs> our Perfect. leaders are stupid people. They're stupid people. I'm telling you. Did you see where Biden wants to take me to the back of the barn? Me. He wants it. I'd love that. I'd love that. You're standing in front Mr. of Mr. Tough bale. Guy. You know, he's Mr. Tough Guy. You know when he's Mr. Tough Guy? When he's standing behind a microphone by himself. That's when he's... He wants to bring me to the back of the barn. Oh. As you stand behind the microphone. Some things exactly. in life you could really love doing. Our nation has lost. And by the way, if I said that, they'd say, he's violent. How could he have done that? I'm pr- I do like, I'll give him that I'm one. spot on. <laughs> he is entertaining as all hell. Wow. He I just love the fact that how you couldn't enjoy four years of him talking it, it, shit well, As a comedian, people. hell I mean, yeah. yeah. As yeah. a comedian, comedy gold. Oh, my God. That's, all, that's been Obama's whole problem. Not funny. Not funny. You got eight years of Bill Clinton, comedy gold. Eight what? years of George W., comedy gold. Right. Then the guy trying to do things. Yeah. Not funny. So now you get back to this, the criminal yeah. or this guy. Let's, you know, I'm just looking for, he's in front of a hay bale in a pickup truck. Like yeah. he's completely, and he's by himself behind a microphone. Yeah. As he's, uh, as he's talking about yeah. Biden being behind him, a microphone by himself. Okay. <laughs> In other news, 
Former players accusing Bobby Knight of squeezing their testicles. Fucking Ooh, awesome. Okay, right. It's, it's not a gay thing. No, that's not gay. No, no, that was probably being a punk. That's coaching. Coaching. That's, coaching. That's coaching. Yes, old school coaching. Old school coaching. You can't do this shit <laughs> nope. anymore. You can't throw the basketballs at the players anymore. No, can't call them names. Can't call them names. Can't throw the chairs at them. Can't put them in a tool shed and make them sit in the dark for an hour. True. That's what that dude that got in trouble works. for. Us. You know, I, don't, right. I, I got no problem. With I would lived in a fucking shed, boy. I can, I, I can get 1,100 football players on the line right here that will back up every bit of this and say oh, there's nothing God. wrong with it. It yeah, made them better. The shit you went through if you were on a team. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I don't think I ever had my testicles squeezed. But, Dude, you got, but it's a different generation. Like my, I look forward to testicle squeezing day myself. Did yeah. you see that guy <laughs> That guy on, on YouTube that does the leave me alone thing? Huh? Like how to deal with bullying. It's right. like a song. Uh, here comes. Oh, Wait no. a minute. Here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Club Soda Kenny. <laughs> I have a cute sort of related sports story about this. Okay. When I was a young boy and I was playing Little League Baseball, yeah. one day I had to be the catcher. Yeah. And I had my first homosexual experience because the umpire checked me for a cup. <laughs> 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 and he's out. He's out. No, it's perfect. No, it's absolutely. You see that tennis <laughs> ball? That's how you do it. That's how you do That's it. That's how you do it right there. Got to run out of things to talk about, so he brings up Disney. Wow, very good. All right, uh, what's the story is. behind the Bobby Knight testicles thing? We had the story, and now uh, it's in an autobiography, right? In his new autobiography, Jadlow, on the rebound, uh, Todd Jadlow, who played on the night as a Hoosier from 85 to 89, alleges that the coach broke a clipboard over his head, squeezed players by their testicles, and once ordered team managers to post photos of female genitalia in a player's locker, among other acts. Because he was calling them a, a, a pussy, probably. Yeah. Right. Well, that would well, be he, what's wrong? To... He didn't do anything wrong. It's pejorative. Oh, come on. <laughs> if you want to, if you, I'm saying, if you right. want Right. Uh, Thomas's locker was once plastered by photos of female genitalia, and Knight had a habit Funny. of throwing tampons at him, all because the coach thought he was a fucking pussy. Right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Parcells kept referring to Joey Galloway as she. I remember. Oh, really? Yes, when he was coaching New England, and I think it was Joey Galloway, and who has a great career and was a good ball player, yeah. but he thought he was a little soft, and, and so for the first few weeks when he met, didn't even know him better, he just kept calling him she, 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 oh, she. Well, she doesn't understand how it works in the NFL. <laughs> She's had a tough time in her life. <laughs> so How did he come back I think that? it was Parcells, I'm pretty sure. Wow, we, uh, there, there used to be a different time, huh? Oh, God, yeah. You know, but well, most I, people that went through the Bobby Knight program just knew this was just part of being on his team. Well, if that dude didn't even think twice, but now this guy obviously is looking for a payday, and probably went to a publisher and said, "Well, I got some stories that'll sell some books." That's why we're talking about it because I don't even remember that player. Do you? I don't know him. I know if he was there from '85 to '89. I think they won the national championship in '87. So, so I was on a national so, so championship yeah, team, and I guarantee you for the next five years after that, he wasn't saying jack shit no, about of this. Not. Right? He was talking about, "Yo, I won the national championship." Yeah. And he's a great, I bet. That'd right. Be, you That's know. so fucked up. But, did these but then guys. times get, uh, you know, change. And then. Is that this guy? That's him. Keith Smart hit a, Keith Smart hit a buzzer beater in 87, maybe. Jesus. I love sports. No, I mean, maybe that, that's amazing how you can pull that shit. Well, it's, you know, he only won in 76. They went undefeated. That's the last team to go undefeated, Bobby Knight, and that 76 team. And then they won again in, I think, I think it's 87. And, and Bobby's uh, endorsing Trump. Beat Syracuse. Really? I think that's who they beat. Yeah, maybe. 
In what That's year? It's 87 is what I'm going with. You're Goes. a big sports guy. What do you think about this whole ratings drop with the NFL? Do you think it's because everyone's taking the knee, or do you think it's just because fucking people don't give a fuck I anymore? think it's because you got five good teams, and then everybody else is a pile of shit. They, right. the, the, the NFL wants everybody to be eight and eight. That way you're always in it. Right. I think they would like nothing better than out of 32 teams if fucking 28 of them went eight and eight, and then you're, that way everybody's alive, and then everybody's interested, and everybody's watching. Huh. And, and uh, but On paper, that sounds great, but... Uh, it waters down the product, Yeah, I though. think so. It, it, I think it really does. That's why. I, so. That's why I stick with the teams that everybody likes every year. You know, I love Tom Brady. I got no problem saying it. You know, I love. He's Denver. got some life, huh? I like Seattle. He, oh, he's fucking. Oh, he's amazing on eighty levels. You know, the fact that you can, you know, go from one super hot woman to another one while she's still pregnant, not just and Giselle, Giselle not get mad at you. My kid. <laughs> we were we were doing a oh, Food Network thing with with Tom Brady, and it was a, like his charity for kids, right? For special needs kids, and my fucking wife is texting me. I, let, our son needs to meet Tom Brady. You're a monster. Why don't you let him come down to the field? Like, finally. I'm like, fucking bring the fucking goddamn kid down here. <laughs> so here comes this fucking kid. The kid's fucking, he's got every flavor ice cream on his fucking shirt. He fucking, he, he shows up. Tom Brady, I'm like, Tom, this is my son. Tom goes to give him. I'll show you the picture. Goes to shake his hand. My kid fucking looks like a piece of IKEA furniture. Just fucking <laughs> won't even look at him. Won't even look at him. Too scared or so just now too... the, the guy that was with Tom Brady starts hugging my son because he thinks one of my son's one of these fucking special needs kids. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's the picture. Oh, is that there it is. There it is. <laughs> look, that guy. That guy. Like I don't know. He owns like Pepsi or something. He's like, oh, poor little kid. I'm like, fucking I, Robert. <laughs> I, I gotta defend your kid. That's a tough spot to be in. All right, I would be there. shocked. Yeah. It was like an hour ago. <laughs> uh, He's 11. I'm an he old, was 10. I think I, I'm an old fuck. I was going to say, I think I'm an old fuck. No, I know I'm an old fuck. But if I was in that position, I think I would freeze too. Yeah, I've, I've, I've I been. I think I would freeze yeah, a little I bit. Am, I, I froze in front of Phil Collins. <laughs> I didn't, and it didn't go well for me. I should have frozen in front of Phil Collins. I yelled that because I, I like his song. How did this end, though? Tell yeah. me, please. You're looking at the That's beginning, it. you're looking at the middle, That's and the it. fucking end. That's it. Tom Brady's amused in this photo, though. We'll tweet it out. That's pretty funny, man. Oh, Good-looking kid. Yeah, I like kid's yeah, beautiful. Pretty normal. Good-looking kid yeah, there. Good, good, good soccer player. Yeah? yeah? I don't know. All right. You're, well, you're, I mean, yeah. he's, he's 11. You're happy okay. about that. Yeah, so, he's a good soccer player. We got uh, baseball tonight. Game we got a tonight? game two tonight. We got uh, Jake Arietta, I think, against uh, Trevor Bauer, who, whose hand is now healed from the drone accident. I heard. <laughs> it's, right, still, it's unbelievable. That's Cleveland. Is that not that Cleveland? Right there. Routine drone. Oh, my God. If I was a, a star pitcher, I'm not touching anything. anything. No, I'm sitting at home with my robe on, right. you know, rubbing moisture all over I'm my body. I'm not even taking, uh, you know... The tea kettle off the fucking stove. <laughs> somebody call oh somebody for God, that. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? But this Why is, are you fooling around with drones? But I yeah, was, I love it, man. It's so good. On, I just this, I was switching back and forth. How can you not? I mean, it really, it's a no-lose situation. I was looking at my Knicks. Oh. <laughs> sort of my Knicks. Because Carmelo Anthony's still on the team. Yeah, I'm obsessed with nah, not liking him. They're horrible. As long as Dolan owns LeBron that team. LeBron looked ridiculous. As long as Dolan owns that team, the only cure is gas can and match. Uh, that's what everyone says. Hey, he will. I hope they suck forever, and I like them. But that motherfucker is one of the shittiest owners in sports. And, uh, he, you know, Donald Sterling opened up his mouth and took mm -hmm. the title from him. But Dolan isn't much better. He's not a really... You don't a, like... I don't like him. I don't, he's a dry drunk. I don't like dry drunk. 
drunks, you know. Just you might as well drink. Yeah, if you're the reformed alcoholic and you're a giant piece of shit, start drinking again. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't learn shit. No, you didn't know. <laughs> you didn't learn shit. That's funny. It's fucking funny. It's really funny. Uh, let's see. NFL ratings are dropping off cause they are catering to women and children. Uh, yes. Yeah. Is that what to the reason? That's the answer? Yes. Let me go to this guy. Listen, I don't know if you guys fucking remember this, but I'm a Raiders fan, and like a few games early in, into the season, they they take the chance to do a, a two point conversion to fucking win the game. First game of the year. There's like, yeah, there's like 27 seconds left on the clock. Michael Crabtree gets the two point conversion in the end zone. He throws the fucking ball straight up. As a celebration, he doesn't dance, he doesn't curse, he throws the ball up. They throw the fucking flag. They throw the fucking flag for a fucking celebration and end zone penalty. What's the point, dude? You know, yeah. there's like 27 seconds left. It puts the other team in better position. Well, what are we fucking saving from? Women, there's so much pink shit. It's fucking ridiculous. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's losing me on that one. I got it. He's losing me on the, on the pink. Well, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be for a good it's cause. It's cancer awareness. Yeah, but a lot of people talk about how much of the money is actually going to the cause. Well, that's something we get into on another show. Well, that's the Bill. That's a classic Bill Hicks joke. Right. The Bill Hicks reference. The only people that's making money off the Yellow River everywhere are the yellow ribbon maker. Right. <laughs> and, that, and I'm sure I just ruined it. But I'm that's sure Hicks. a that's bunch Hicks. of the money is still going to, you know, the cause, obviously. But I, I hear that there might be some overhead there, too. You guys have that comedian on all the fucking time. He used going on on this podcast Bill about Burr. it. I think no, no. Brennan. Brennan. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's fucking going on, on on his podcast about how Goodell fucking takes like 90% of the fucking money, then Susan G. Komen gets like 10%. Yeah, it's Ooh. Bill Burr. I think it's Bill Burr. I bet I James, no, it's not Bill Burr. All right, I got to go, though. The music is uh, kicking in. That means we got to get the Thanks, fuck out of here, man. I kind of agree with him. I mean... End zone celebrations. There's nothing wrong with that. You scored a two-point conversion on the road to win the game. Uh, You're happy. Right. <laughs> Fucking idiot. All right, Vic Henley, what do you got, buddy? Uh, Funny Bone Omaha and Sioux City, Iowa, Hard Rock Casino, November 9 through 12. What do you got, Cuban? Uh, come to my restaurant. I'll be cooking this week. Ooh. Don't fucking say anything crazy to me. Right. I swear to God. He's cutting us off. We ran out of music. All right. Uh, follow me on uh, Let's Go With Instagram today. OP Radio on Instagram. See you tomorrow. Bye. Radio is now over for now. Over, Roger, over.